five years ago. A tradition began that has changed the face of competitive gaming. The International. A tournament summoning the finest Dota teams from across the globe. Since its creation, much has changed. The crowds have grown. From modest gatherings to a roaring sea of fans. The tools have expanded from a humble selection of heroes to over 100 potential gladiators. And with the help of the Dota community, each year the stakes have risen. Again and again, becoming the largest prize pool in esports history. more. The time has come. From across the world, they have gathered. They have prepared. They are the best of the best. Some are veterans, warriors and victors of tournaments past. And others, ambitious newcomers, ready to prove themselves against revered champions. of the world now turn to Key Arena, eager to witness history firsthand, hungry to watch the war unfold. Who will emerge victorious? The battle... Today is Tuesday, the 18th of August, 2015. This is the Gap bonus episode for today. Yep. Um, the Dota Pubcast, maybe we'll call it. Woo. Totes. I'm not I think sure. Pubcast is Totes, totes. <laughs> is, is it taken? <laughs> I think so. Someone it's, has it. Someone has it. I don't know. <laughs> well, too bad. They didn't trademark it. So we're stealing it. We're borrowing it for tonight. Mm-hmm. We're called the Gap. We'll give it back. <laughs> we're clearly, trademarks aren't a We just don't for give us. a shit. <laughs> But to be fair, we were here before them. That's they true. came in later. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like, oh, you guys are the clothing brand. No, yeah. they're, they're the fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's what they are. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we do this, well, we've done this for like the last four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people have spoken. Yep. They said they wanted it to come back. Oh, so yeah. we deliver. Yep. Um, rope some people in. We have roped some people in. We've <laughs> got some experts here from uh, GameSpot. We've got Zareen and Ed. Hi. Hi. Uh, Zareen is a returning champion um, from a couple <laughs> of years back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and uh, myself, Luke Laurie, uh, another expert in Dota. And we've also got Joe, who yep. is a, a 500k, 500 MMR scrub. Not 500k. 500, 500. That's MMR. pretty low. Yeah, that's, I, I didn't even know you, you could go work below really the hard to get that low. <laughs> Ed, you're not encouraged. I don't have <laughs> an MMR. So I'm a zero MMR. You're a zero MMR. Yep. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yep. Um, so, Dota yeah. 2 International this oh, year. Man. Yeah, the competition. Big um, 18 point what million dollars? 18.4 million dollars this year Jeez. through the companion. So last year was like 10? 
I thought it was 11. Maybe it was 11. They finished on 11. Um, So looking at like last year, I was like, oh, well, I don't know how they get any bigger. And when they kind of, when they kind of came out with the companion and they showed what they were giving, I was like, there's no way they beat that this year. Like, that's what I thought. It doesn't happen. Like the, the, the things they were doing for it didn't look like it was going to push it over that line. Yeah. But then they sort of started getting there and then they started releasing more cosmetic items and that started bumping it up a lot. Towards the end, I was like, they're going to pass 20. Like, they've got something up their sleeve and they're going to pass 20 million. But they got to that stretch goal of 16 million and then didn't do anything after that. They just stopped, which I thought was quite strange. Um, What was the stretch goal for 16 million? A comic. Right. I think they would have given that to us anyway. Yeah, but I think at that point they had given every single person every single cosmetic item they had created, so it was fine. Yeah, they just <laughs> uh, ran out. I think if they had integrated it into Reborn, it would have gone up a lot more because the only way you can see the compendium is to go like into the old Dota. Well, no, they um, introduced it into Reborn towards, yeah. towards the end. Right, right, and Reborn like rolled out right before the main event kicked off. So, Do you know yeah. what Reborn is, Joe? What the fuck is Reborn? Oh, sorry, Joe. <laughs> Dodo's back in beta. Yes. Oh, is this the Source 2 version? The Source 2, two version. Right. hot UI, sleek looking... I have no idea which version I open. You, op- you, <laughs> you open the normal one. Which one more? into the beta, then you I can't. Just... Yeah, you can't watch the standard games in the new client. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Okay, fair enough. The new client has all the custom games and... Oh, it's pretty, 10 versus uh, 10, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys playing a lot of 10 versus 10. You're jumping ahead here, Joe. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Slow down, I'm sorry. Joe. I brought it up. You're going too fast in this dirty talk. Yeah, so let's... let's <laughs> did you guys buy the Companion at all? I did. I did, yeah, okay. I did and I bought like did you 20, 50 not? levels. You bought levels of... So I wanted those items. I wanted them too, but I wanted to like make myself work for them. Yeah. Didn't work out very well, but you know. Well, Compendium is one of those things where like, I don't like microtransaction or stuff, but if I know that it's going to go to the prize pool, it's going to go to the players, it's going to go to some entertaining thing I can watch later. Then and it I'm goes com- to the people that design some of these to, 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 Yeah, to design the workshop items. Oh, yeah, like, I'm completely happy to do it, especially just to get in the, the spirit of the whole event. Yeah, yeah. Um, how much did 50 levels cost you? I think like 20, 25 20 bucks. bucks. Yeah, that's not 20 bucks so um, that's on top of especially the game itself yeah especially for a game that I put like I don't know like 700 hours into yeah that's my excuse every year like <laughs> yeah. I put so many hours in this game like to give them money is I think okay like to give them 50 bucks a year or something yeah I'm okay with that like that's fine. you can play WoW for 15 bucks a month and you know comparing that to what I do in a year for Dota is nothing so yeah um, I'm sure there are grandmas feeding money into slot machines. Who That's use right. Similar fucking downstairs. I have. <laughs> but I've got. I've, I mean, I've spoken about this before. I've got the stupid uh, Pudge's meat hook thing. That's worth like 200, 300 bucks. Oh wow! So I got a Doomling courier from last off. year. Oh really? Oh, Signed no. by Shavir. Oh wow! Shiva. Shiva. Shavir. Shavir. I call it Shavir. That's, That's Shiva. Anyway, that's rare. Is it? It's worth probably worth a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nine ducats. But what? You can only use this money in Dota, or is it Steam Wallet only? Steam Wallet. Steam Wallet. Yeah. You can sell it Still. on marketplace. Yeah. Oh, but you could. Yeah, you could sell it on like one of those dodgy Russian market third yeah. party <laughs> third party sites, and then they they spend the money on cocaine, and then it kind of comes back into Dota. Like, I'm pretty sure like the marketplace is just a cocaine front. Yeah. Valve knows this. They don't give a shit. <laughs> That's Wargaming's entire... Yeah, Wargaming. <laughs> it's pretty, like... 
Oh, it's not about boats and planes. It's about cocaine. Like when you drill down to the base level. <laughs> exactly. Hardcore drugs. Yep. <laughs> Belarusian mafiosos. Anyway, um, Boda. So, uh, the companion. Did you guys put in? I guess your predictions and. I did. And that um, sort of like how did how that pan out? Did you know what you were doing? Did you go to the internet to seek advice? Like. Actually, no. Like, I just do the predictions off, like, my basic knowledge, what I already knew off the top of my head. And I actually got a lot of them, like, predicting who, which teams would be invited, yeah. which teams would go through. Like, that all kind of actually worked out all right. Pretty well. I don't know if it was because up until that point, like, the tournament results had been pretty, like, steady and you could see who was going to do well. Like, honestly, like, Secret was a pick for everyone, right? Like, they were the favorites going into this. So, they were definitely on the list. And I knew EG was doing really well, so I put them on too and, like... Yeah. Yeah, like And you could have Chinese teams in there. Yeah, like, the Chinese teams. You can't it's not Dota without the Chinese teams. Yeah. Um, I find myself like I don't really look things up when I do the fantasy picks, but I did find myself um, over the last three or four years being more knowledgeable in these picks. Even though I don't follow the scene much outside of the international, I was still you know, it was nice to see myself being getting more familiar with the scene. Because you're peripherally aware. Yeah, because I'm just yeah, peripherally aware. Is it like just yeah. a case of like you're playing so much, so you're like keeping up with the meta? And yeah, exactly. You see shit. certain heroes picked more, and it's right. like, oh, they introduced this guy, and he's like totally overpowered, and so on and so forth. Um, and I got a few points out of it. It's yeah. fine. I wasn't, you know, the best. <laughs> yeah, me neither. No one is. I'm d- I'm curious to know like how many people just going off of that. How many people watch the international who don't watch any other Dota like? Events. Oh, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Job. <laughs> a quarter of the people on this podcast. <laughs> no, actually, I'm... <laughs> a quarter of the people in the world. Right? Yeah. There you go. Accurate. So Based on our sample size. <laughs> yeah. Highly scientific. Uh, yeah, 25% of people. 25% <laughs> of the internet. Of gamers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's basically the World Cup of Dota. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. It's just like a big event that just happens to occur annually <laughs> and there's a buzz around it every year and lots of money they make a big hoo-ha about it <laughs> yeah and you just can't bet you know log onto your favourite game site and see something about it yeah mm. so that's true yeah it's like the state of origin or yeah or the like, Super Bowl or the World Cup yeah. yeah or the World Cup yeah like single time once annually event that yeah you can't not notice yeah Especially when they're always like, oh, this is the biggest one yet. It's yeah. $18 million. It's mm. more than the Masters or yeah. other sporting events. What's the sporting event? Blank. Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Is it more than Wimbledon? Yeah, it is. It's yeah. more than Wimbledon. Yeah, ESPN did like a, a, a post on it. and was like, here are all the major sporting events and here's Dota. Yeah. Like, it's here. It's big. Um, stop. Hey, attention to us gamers. I mean, <laughs> World Cup. One stadium. Like what Valve made out of the international, <laughs> yeah. which is three times what the prize pool is. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Like, it is big, but it's not behemoth yet. Yeah, there's still a ways to go. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, yeah, it's got a couple more years. Like they're they're slowly rolling out a few more things that we'll talk about maybe a bit later. Right. Um, in terms of like the tournament scene. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's still a, like a growing sport. So there's, yeah. there's lots of room to, to get in there. Um, but I guess going back to the compendium stuff, like, uh, how, how did you go in, like, picking, like, your team order, who you thought would do well, and that sort of thing? Was it, 
were you on par? Like, I'm guessing. So was it like a tipping so, competition or something? Yeah. So yeah. With, yeah, with the compendium, like you, you can either buy points to level up, or you can complete challenges, or you can. Um, uh, there's different predictions you can put in there, like who gets the most kills, or uh, what's the quickest game going to be, and you put your selection in. And if you get that stuff right, you get points to the compendium that levels you up, which means you get more items or gear. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the basic idea behind it. So I can guarantee you there is probably nobody in the world that would have guessed the top five order prediction yeah, at no all. Way. Um, I would have guessed C-Deck. Just because of the way it turned Cinderella out. Story. <laughs> Cinderella Story. C-Deck. Cinderella Story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they were one class, right? Yeah, they, they were one class. class. They fought their way all the way Cinderella through. Story. You know, they met their prince and the prince beat the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of Cinderella fairy tale are you thinking of? Beat them to death with the fucking glass slipper. Um, I placed EG in my top three, but I did not place them first. Okay. Alright, well, so what, do you know what your order was? Can you remember? Okay, so it was Secret, EG, and then Chinese Team Third. Okay. <laughs> you have no idea. Do you know what you did? Um, I definitely had Secret and EG in there. I think the third one was like Ehome. Yeah. Whichever one ROTK was on, because I like him as mm. a cool guy. Yeah, because I guess he he came second last year, right? Yes, with Vici. Vici came out. Yeah. Um, and then he left, said he would retire, and then he came back straight away <laughs> with a bunch of first timers. Ah, okay. First time donor, pro huh. donors. Bold strategy. How did that work out for him? Uh, let's see. E Home. He actually did pretty well. Uh, Actually, yeah, e home did all right. Like, yeah, upper brackets. So oh, that's, so that's the upper bracket. Okay, he won yeah. 1.2 million almost <laughs> for his team with a bunch of first timers. Far out. But yeah. they were happy. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Was he captain of their team? He was, yes. Right, yeah, huh. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so there you go. He's a very charismatic guy. He's just like really passionate about Dota. <laughs> Yeah. And like um, Valve did these amazing sort of mini docs on um, key players from each team yeah. about their, their their story and how they got to playing Dota and how much their family despised them <laughs> and how much of a struggle it was to be accepted as a pro player. And like ROTK's one was like the most tear-inducing one for sure. Because <laughs> he lives with his grandma. He was oh, yeah. like, all I want to do is make my grandma happy. <laughs> Those human so stories, man. Those human that was so good at that shit. I know it's like in, it's like a two three minute long clip, and like you just completely empathize yeah. with the person by the end of it. It's mm. Really well done. Yeah. So, if their production quality is well up there in that aspect, how come it isn't there in the rest of it? What do you mean? Why are they able to create compelling videos three minutes long that anyone anyone can watch a video of a dude? say that he just wants to make his grandma brown I feel like they could get behind him but they still haven't worked out a way to present the international in a easily digestible sort of format right, here we go Easy yeah. Mode. yeah I'm fucking going for it okay <laughs> real talk for it. um <laughs> that's like I, I just don't understand why, why do you think that is like is, is it a separate production is it just so just, to... so just outline your gripes okay so yeah. my gripes are <laughs> I can understand a fucking word that anyone's saying <laughs> yeah. half the time when they talk in yeah. a fucking competition and all I want them to do is they don't have to like what, what I'm talking about here right is they don't have to explain everything every time they just have to explain certain things 
most of the time. Like the Roach. And you don't have Rocha. to Yeah, Rocha, right? <laughs> you don't have to do this in a manner that that is like patronizing, that makes the random, you know, lunatics at the table feel like, oh my god, here we go, they're gonna talk about the Roche again, Roshan again. You can talk you could say, okay, it looks like, you know, it's the I don't know, fucking what, what's a fast time for a Roshan pick? Pick off, kill, kill. How uh, to what, kill it? Yeah, what's a fast time? Really fast? Let's say someone goes for a very fast uh, kill. 10, 10 to 15 seconds? <laughs> what? What are we talking about? <laughs> Wait, you mean like at what in, point in the match? 12 minutes in. Oh, minutes oh in. right, yeah. Before the game starts. You can starts. do it five minutes, yeah, before the game starts. You can do it before the game starts. Okay. But uh, I think it, like, that would I be really obvious if you teams... Definitely point... <laughs> so you, someone did something like that last year, right? Probably, yeah. yeah. This year, <laughs> like, really early... So you, you want to know when something is, like, outrageously... I'm, I'm... Sorry. So <laughs> I want to know what the Roshan is every single time. <laughs> yeah. Okay? And it's not for me, because I know <laughs> you do it to get some fucking invulnerability or some shit, right? Um, <coughs> resurrection or some bullshit, right? Right, I know this much now. The way they can do it, the way they should be doing it, is they should be telling you every time anyway. Yeah. Oh, it looks like they're going to attack Roshan. The fastest that this team has ever attacked Roshan is before the game has started in the international last year or some shit, right? Yeah. Or alternatively, it could be um, in this tournament they haven't killed Roshan once, or they've just got to find like they've got so much. St- Look at all the fucking stats we've got on the table. <laughs> right? They've got stats for everything, yeah. and you know they've got access to this stuff. They need someone to be feeding them. Oh, such and such, um, Artezi has bought a BKB. 15 times. Damn, they do that. Well, they do. Wait, so you were saying you want someone to be reading out tooltips like non stop throughout the. Well, you not, know, this little pop up like, tip thing. Yeah, he wants to know when someone does something, yeah. whether how good that is. But I want them to use that as a reason to explain why they're doing these things. Mm. Because not often enough do they explain what a BKB is. Like, yes, over the course of watching. All of the international, I relearned what the fuck a BKB is. Uh, eventually, after asking in the fucking finals, <laughs> Luke explains me what a gem did, which is just ludicrous. I picked it up based on context clues, but I certainly didn't understand how the fuck it worked. Uh, like, Joe wasn't watching the normal stream, not the new stream. Yeah, I was watching. The, I was watching <laughs> yeah. the default stream the entire time because did you did you ever tune into the new stream because uh, the guys who are commentating it one of which who is Purge, Purge who, yeah. he, he does like tutorial videos and that's how I learned to play Dota I yeah, read same. Purge's um, tutorial sheet and you watched his videos Dota. Yeah, yeah, you suck at Dota famous. I have also yeah. that is the very bare minimum of understanding of the game yeah. I've gotten from Purge yeah. but he do- he's not available for every single one <laughs> that's right so yeah. Yeah. once you listen to a couple without him it just doesn't like switching between the two is just unpalatable yeah. and you're not gonna search for purge every single time you do yeah. a new game. And that's the problem. So you know what I think it is, uh, and I, I told you this before, but I just think the audience isn't there for the people that wanna watch that stuff because mm, right. I looked at the um, 
so I, I was actually uh, flicking between the uh, the noob stream and the normal stream at uh, I think it was the grand final day, and the people in the noob stream there was about three to four thousand people watching it, and then over in the mainstream there was half a million people. I just I think they obviously last year they were doing every single game. Yeah, that's right. And this year they were only doing one or two games that will the first game of the day and then obviously in the finals day they did both of them but I just don't think the audience is there they, they've crunched the numbers and the people that um, you know if 1% of the audience is, is only watching this thing it's just not worth it to them I still think it's valuable though I think it's yeah I completely think it's I don't think it's a thing they shouldn't yeah. remove I think I'm, it should be on every game but yeah, I'm definitely upset that they didn't do every single game this yeah year. I don't know why they didn't do it the only reason I could think of is that they the had audience to keep, isn't there well they also had to keep they said that they had to keep repeating the same stuff yeah, every single time easy. every match it's like oh do we re- explain what Rashan is like yeah. again and again so you and know again. what they did this year they during the um, draft picks and the bits where the analysts were usually talking they would just play a video and be like, here is the basic understanding of the game. This is the objective. And then once that finished, they go, all right, well, we've got a couple of minutes to spare. Here's what a mid-roll does. Or here's what a carry is. Or here what, here's a support. Or here is, you know, they'd start rolling out videos depending on a s- objective of the game or a, like a specific fun- fundamental. Like, mm. this is what a jungler does. Um, so I don't expect them to do that that, yeah. That's the other thing is that I don't need them to explain the very basics anymore because I do. I, I've got you know it's five versus five, right? And they're yeah. trying to kill something. Anyway, Thank so you. I understand the very basics of the game, so I don't need to be told them every time. A, what's a core? I don't know. Core is the core the thing that I think that's oh, a, oh yeah, sorry, I think it's or is a core a carry? A core is somebody um, that you base a character around. So if you pick. A specific character and the rest of your composition kind of relies around them right so you might pick two heroes and that was literally never explained because well that's just the terminology oh, of just, the series like, <laughs> like, yeah it's, it's yeah. not a do- it's not a dota terminology it's yeah. it's a it's it's a moba terminology <laughs> i don't know, like what much much it doesn't guys, matter like it's still yeah i get your point it's still yeah. incomprehensible yeah like that that's that's all I'm, like that's yeah. all i'm saying is is that ultimately like i don't want them to say what a carry is every time but like say there's a game of like there's five games in a series say there is right uh exciting yes Grand uh, final, yeah. but across those five games they should explain one thing and then, like, sorry, five things across all of them. So, yeah. five basics should always get... They've got to work out what they are. But they are, like, these things that keep cropping up, keep, like, are extremely important to the concept of the game as it's played right now, like, in the, the case of the meta. And, I, like, that's that's what I'm trusting at. Like, explain what a gem does. Explain what a BKB does. And it doesn't have to be every single game. But they maybe and did that. And they can that. couch it in ways that they certainly didn't. Because I can watch them. And but you, you were watching the, the newcomer stream, though. No, on wasn't. Grand Final Day. No, Sorry, you were watching the default stream. Yeah. Yeah. But if you were watching the newcomer stream, they would probably that, have This is what I'm saying, right? Stuff. They don't need a noob stream at all if... <laughs> 
in the <laughs> default stream, yeah. they explain the basics of the game while they're talking. That's but they true. don't. And it's, I, I, did, I did especially, I, th- I do take, I do agree with you, because I did feel that watching the regular stream, the analysts would over just, would often just overanalyze things, repeat the same kind of ideas, uh, throw out stupid sort of questions like yeah. oh you know who? what do you think is going to happen in this one like yeah, oh, do you well, think he should have done this last game this, yeah. I think part yeah. of that is also because like you know the Dota 2 community is so like it's so knowledge dense right yeah. like, if you say something wrong you can get totally crucified for it so that is what I thought was going on analysts and casters don't want to go out on a limb and say or like theorize like about like the whatever happened because you know the internet might come back and be like oh well that was stupid why would you say that like but that's but but that's what they do it's just like they always speculate they spend the entire in between time speculating and I do think like sort of like introducing like a new friend of yours into like a, a clique or something you like oh by the way you know we're talking about this you know the backstory is like he was going out with her and so on and so forth yeah like I think that that would be useful like oh by the way just for our newcomers a gem is something you can use to see invisible characters that's like it takes two seconds that's all I'm saying yeah right? I'm not saying like when I say every stream should be the noob stream what I mean is every stream like the default stream should always cater yeah. to as many people as possible because like it is true that the audience isn't there like once you've watched one year's noob stream mm-hmm. right you don't need to watch it again because you are going to hear a lot of the same stuff yeah. Yeah. but if you make it like accessible to as many people as possible next year you're going to get more people watching D4 yeah. and more people watching D4 but they don't the, like, that's how you grow it as a spectator sport but that's my if problem. you watch like like I'll go back to basketball sure. stuff if you watch that you don't watch the grand final and they're like alright well this is what a double dribble is or this is how they <laughs> like oh he just travelled and this is what a travel yeah. is no motherfucker you do they don't explain. they do explain or if, or if there is like <laughs> like a play that they're setting up usually like oh he just they just run a play I'll look at it and be like I don't fucking see any play it looks like, like I played basketball for 15 years and I'm like I don't I'm like they obviously did a play but I don't know what the fuck they're doing and then it's not until 10 minutes later when they go back and they're drawing on the board they're like oh this is the setup of the play that's a, like that is a completely different opportunity that they've got but they do explain why the travel is when it occurs like they fucking go on about it like on and on about it but the difference I think between and fouls and like the different hand checking yeah but, hand checking is a new rule and shit but like the that. difference between that like going in depth where they speak about that they do that during breaks or pauses where like a timeout situation or the ball's gone out of bounds so now they've got 30 seconds to explain that in Dota the only time you have to explain that is when either the game is paused due to a a malfunction of something or um, there's huge downtime which there there normally isn't because it's a 30 minute game there's 10 people running around on the thing and it's not like you're in view you're not viewing everybody on the screen at the same time. Everybody's all yeah. over the place. Mm. Um, and then there's five different heroes on each team. They've all got four different spells each. They've all got six different items each. It's like right, trying five. to explain every one of those things while it's happening is not easy. $18 million. $54 million goes to Valve. Yeah. yeah. Surely they could hire someone for three weeks who can produce... Like, at the League of Legends finals, right, mm-hmm. they were clipping out replays, instant replays of team fights, and playing them immediately. And that was fantastic. All they need is a producer to draw on the fucking screen. This guy <laughs> down here. They, just, they haven't got that in there. 
They've got drawing. Uh, They've got the drawing on so. the screen. Yeah, you'll see them. Yeah, the commentators do do it sometimes. Certainly not well, often this, enough. This year, it seemed like the commentators and this, the map like control were completely fucking separate. Like last year, it seemed like someone who was on the commentary team was controlling uh, the like view. Mm, the camera observer. The camera, yeah. yeah. This year, it definitely didn't seem like... like It seemed like the commentators were reacting to whatever they were seeing, and then occasionally the camera would react to things the commentators would say, like, oh, yeah, but if you look up top, um, such and such, e.g. is taking the top tower. And they would jump, then jump up to the top, like 10 to 15 seconds later, while the camera was doing something... Like completely different. Yeah, you know, I did not notice that, but it was yeah. Oh, I don't know. It was just weird this year. Like that, that in particular seemed very weird. And I don't know. Overall, I just felt like the live production of what they had going on was very odd. Except when they cut to the analysts, I had to jump out of the program to watch the analysts. Obviously. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing I don't like about it because I don't watch. Like, I watch everything on Twitch because I like the bits in between mm. with the analysts and, um, you know, them showing you the either the, the things that are happening around the event. Yeah, I like that too. That was mm. one disadvantage to watching it in the client. Like, when it, the game's over, it's over and you just sit there and you're like, oh, well, I guess that's it. Like, yeah. I, I watched it on the Dota 2 site. Oh, okay, yeah, that yeah. was really good. Yeah. And that was really great because they, this year, they're testing a new player, which allows you to bring up all the in-game stats yourself, yeah. um, bring up the roster oh, right. of uh, players, uh, and hover over the items they have and get the tooltips while you're watching, essentially, wow. a Twitch stream. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. Um, not many people were using it. I'd I used say- it, but I had a problem with it because... Um, they had certain bits you could expand and, and, and yeah. like get rid of. So yeah. like, oh, I don't want to see the map. So you can kind of click on it and get rid of the map side. Yeah. But it wasn't, um, it was kind of a bit buggy still. It wasn't expanding properly. And yeah, certain yeah. Bits I had some of that yeah, too. Yeah, so I, oh, I thought it was really good. Though. It was really good. Um, yeah, and like cool. that, that could definitely help with someone, a newcomer who wants to just find out what what does what yeah because um, you could you could go to alright what's this character do yeah. here's his spells or here's his item yeah. but at the same time it was so dense with like graphs and stats and KDRs and stuff that like if, if next year they use that again it'd be great to have like a newcomer layout yeah. that just had yeah. like here are the peoples like this man in a helicopter has <laughs> this thing and it does this and you can just read it on your own time yeah or like he has this many um, kills and in brackets like higher is better you yeah, know like that yeah. kind of thing but I, I think they're limited by the engine they're using at the moment yeah. which is the original source engine once they go to the next one mm-hmm. I think we're going to see some big changes come out in the the spectator side of it especially yeah. with um, like updating the graphs and uh, the scoreboards and I think that's going to get a huge overhaul mm. in the next couple of months yeah, but I, I do take your your point that you know it, that's something that might need to be on the onus of the viewer because I mean I have no idea about basketball but I can still get behind like a Golden State Warriors game and know why this game is important yeah. and see the push and pull and be excited about the push and pull same with Dota I think that since I know Dota I can't really say that for sure no, but, can, but I do you can no- see it right yeah. you can definitely see you can see a team fight in yeah. action you can see if, like eventually you understand yeah. why they're doing the other things but you can see the big things yeah. when they're happening mm-hmm. right like towers going down yeah team fights and 
even harassing after time, you, you can understand why they're doing it and why it's important. And it's like visually, as a game, it does a really good job of representing like a lot of information in you know a way that anyone can pick up. I just think that there's a bit of a letdown in the case of like like audio. Yeah, the broadcast side yeah, of things. The broadcast. Yeah. You mean the casters? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and, and that's not to say that they're like it's not on them. That's I think that's the it main thrust of, of my point. Yeah, well, maybe like you were saying, Zarine, Like nobody wants to seem like they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Nobody wants to be the Mike Goldberg. Well, the other thing is, like, you know, if a cast is, like, in a game and he says something like, oh, and this guy picked up Gem of True Sight, and he wants that because it reveals invisible, you know, heroes around him, I would, like, you know, as someone who plays Dota 2 and is watching the stream, I would be like, well, yeah, duh, that's what it does. Like, why would I watch a stream, like, a caster who just says basic information like that when I could just, like, turn that off and watch it myself and still get the same thing? What they need is the one guy who does that. Or girl. Probably guy. Uh, <laughs> one guy who just says that kind of shit. And anytime he interjects, like, Ed's sitting there and he's like, oh yeah, he just bought a BKB on his fucking, I don't know, whatever. And uh, on his, oh, I don't know. I can't even think of anyone. Silencer. And now he's gonna... <laughs> Angry man with a helmet. Yeah, uh, push mid with his <laughs> carry. Cool. And uh, carry cool, yeah. And then there's me. Why would you like, do that for, John? <laughs> Ed, what is a BKB? <laughs> <laughs> you just need that one person who right. doesn't give a fuck about their precious fuck because they're getting That's paid right. a shitload of money to work for three weeks. Yeah. And so they ask the dumb questions. That's all that. And then, yeah, the internet's going to be like, oh, why is he even there? <laughs> But Valve doesn't care because next year they get fucking twenty three million dollars. <laughs> when people are like, oh, twenty five, twenty five million dollars. <laughs> yeah, you goofballs would definitely push it to a rounded off at five because you're all fucking. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah, like you just need that one person to like, oh yeah, yeah. What what what's <laughs> what's a BKB? Or even better, that one person who's like. And just to clarify, a BKB is a black king, king bar. bar. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah. And it stops being silenced or something. <laughs> yeah, that's no, it. That's, you that's got that's it. Cool. Basically, it blocks all magic. There's nothing wrong with the commentary. You nailed it. <laughs> you should be I that person. You, Luke. <laughs> I made Luke. I was like, seriously, during the finals. Basically, during every opportunity I got, I was literally just sitting on fucking Gchat typing questions. <laughs> what is it? What? What is this? Why are they doing this? Who's this guy? Yeah. yeah. Then game one ended, and I was like, "You should just come around." Yeah. This is much easier. During the finals, yeah, I just walked around to his place to fucking watch it with him, yeah. so I could watch. I could ask him questions on the phone. Well, if we're gonna hire another announcer, I need to say they need to hire. Or um, have the commenters get better at being more descriptive because I watched a lot of the um, last two days audio only. Oh. Like I was on a road trip driving oh. up, up the coast. <laughs> oh, I was listening to an audio only feed uh-huh. on Twitch, a lot like listening to the cricket on telly. Yeah. Wow. And I feel like they really need to up their game in sort of like really fast description because like you can watch the cricket yep. on the radio and know exactly what's happening you can't do that with the cricket's you, less yeah. visually no, complex you can watch you can watch rugby league yeah well, you can watch rugby. rugby league on, on the radio yeah. and still get what the fuck yeah but that, that's those um, 
like feeds are usually specific to radio. Like, yeah. you're listening to something that's not specific. That's true. Sure. So, that's true. like, if I go, like, I'll watch, um, sorry, I'll listen to, uh, like, the basketball grand finals last year. Yeah. And I'm listening to ESPN radio. I'm yeah, not listening yeah. to ESPN. That's true. That's true. Um, Fair enough. The guys in the commentary for they're, they're now describing what is happening on the still. Floor. They, they should, should have that. They should have. <laughs> if they're gonna they have, have twenty million dollars, this should be an audio to describe yeah. what's happening on the screen. And now he's heading up to mid lane. <laughs> <laughs> I'd subscribe for that for sure. Uh, I'm gonna go grab a round of drinks. And yeah, you guys I gonna will. talk about? I will. I'll talk about my companion. I didn't get to that. Oh my oh, god! I was hoping you guys would start talking about the two. We will. We will. We will. I'll just. <laughs> I'll, I'll describe my. Right. So, what do you want? Cooper's place. Cooper's? Bournemouth. Bournemouth. Can I get a water, please? Water. Done. Um, yeah, so I, my picks were uh, Team Secret for mm-hmm. number one. Um, nice. I, I just thought like they were unstoppable. Um, EG, I put as second. Nice. Uh, third, I think I put. Third was Vici Gaming. Ah, so you did do the same thing. Yeah, same and with me. fourth was LGD. <laughs> And then the next pick, I put Navi in there because I'm a giant Navi fanboy. Yeah, um, it's showing. Like I didn't think they do well, but I had to put them in there because it's hard not to be like Navi are like the poster boys of Dota. Yeah, because like, when you talk about Dota, you hear about Navi. Yeah, no, you hear about Dendi. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> it yeah. must as well be Dendi and his backup dancers. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> because it's hard to like a boast is still there, right? Yeah, a boast yeah. is still there. Like it's hard to count them out because. Even though they're not like they they do win tournaments on the occasions, but back in the day, like if like they were showing up to like they won TI obviously, and then next year they went made it back to the finals again. Like they're all you can't count them out. They're always yeah, but like, that's when their captain was Poppy, and like hmm. you know, yeah, you but you love captain. Poppy, and you attribute <laughs> all victories <laughs> to Poppy. <laughs> they did go through the wild card like pretty well as well. That's true. So, they did fight their way through. All yeah, those, they so. they when they didn't get an invite, I was. I was when they didn't get an invite and Elias didn't get an invite I was yeah. like wow alright Valve's got some huge nuts because I thought <laughs> really? yeah because I thought like they would just give it to them for the pure like um, like previous champions kind of thing yeah previous champions though. and the fan like you yeah. get people to buy their items mm. because, and then they make more money out of this but as soon as they didn't I was like wow that's that's huge um Alliance, not so much surprising. I mean, I feel like Alliance were quite hated when they won. Oh, yeah, nobody liked it. That's because they were like, wanted to murder everyone. (laughs) They just had no emotion that TI. They just like, plowed I had that down as one of the speaking points. Like, how did you, um, like, how did the meta compare to, from this year, compared to, uh, so TI3 was the, the rat meta, which was an alliance <laughs> yep. where they just went, Admiral Bulldog just pull, pulled out like his heroes, either his bear, yep. like Lone Druid or um, Nature's Prophet, and yep. would just push and yep. split push. And that's why nobody liked that TI, because we wanted to see fights. Yeah. Although that grand final was amazing. But I didn't... I, that just because of the, the dream the coil. The... If you go back and listen to this podcast for that final I was I hated them because <laughs> one they knocked out my boys and two uh, I just yours? thought it was I thought it was super boring I think that's yours um I think that's mine no well that one I'm, I'm not sure that definitely looks like a Cooper's this that's what'd you get I smell a cider lazy yak that's that's yours that's definitely yours <laughs> this is that's mine um 
Yeah, because like I was like, what is this rat Dota bullshit? Like, I want to see, yeah. I want to see teams fight, uh, and they didn't fight. They they kind of just they avoided the fight yeah. and just had bulldog jumping around. And, and he was like, he, he was the MVP for sure. Um, and then going to TI four was the the Chinese death ball, where <laughs> everybody was, um, you know, the Chinese teams were known for playing farming games they would play in our games and can we just mention that IG uh, was that really really long game this year IG and another Chinese team that literally went for like 80 minutes yeah and had IG just sitting in their base for yeah. half an hour LGD. but you think about that like 80 minutes was not a long game you look at you compare 80 minutes to last year it's like 2 hours and there was games minutes? going for like stupid amounts because the Chinese teams would just farm and wait for the other team to make a mistake, and then, and then um, the, the Chinese death ball was basically all right. Well, fuck that. We're not going to sit and farm. We're just going to pick five pushing heroes and GG you in twenty minutes, fifteen minutes, and nobody expected that at all. And it didn't make for a good viewing pleasure because it's uh, not fun to watch. You just yeah, you just no watch team people fights. Farm. It's yeah. just people pushing it. The thing, but I think this matter. They've nailed it. Like it's such, it's in a great spot right now. It took them a couple patches to get it right, um, with the comeback mechanics, especially like when they we were getting to points where teams would be winning, and then one team fight later they would lose that, and then it'd be game over because the comebacks were just the other team was getting so much experience and so much gold from that one fight that it just ruined their chance. Um, I think it's in a really good spot right now. And it's making for some really good matches. Like, I think this is the one I, of the best tournaments we've seen. I completely agree. It's like at a point where like like getting like first blood like means something. Now it's like and you can the fact that you can probably win at any point in the game, like you were saying, the comebacks are like are very real now. Yeah. Um it's definitely very exciting. It's not like one ma- you can't lose one fight and you can kind of come yeah. back. It's sort of you need at least two good fights to get back in there. Yeah. Um, so I think it's in a I think it's a really good spot and the game lengths as well they're not too long they're not too short yeah. they're, they seem to be running between 30 and you know 30-50 minutes somewhere in between that yeah. um, which is still good because yeah. you get some obviously some team fights some action out of it yeah. I um, mean yeah just the first two days of the main event were just so goddamn compelling Oh, and every, it was so close. Every yes, single game absolutely. was close. It felt like it could turn at any moment, right? Yeah. Each match. It was really nerve-wracking to watch. Because you no longer had teams uh, winning two fights and being like, well, the game's done. Like, GG, yeah. I'm out. It was right up until, like, either one or two barracks were destroyed. I said barracks, Joe, not racks. Um, <laughs> Good work. And, and then, because there was still a chance you could win. Mm-hmm. And we saw games where that happened in, in this... Um, in this tournament which I thought was yeah so much fun to watch um, especially like that last day of the grand finals I was messaging Joe being like these games are so freaking close like any of the top six teams could have made it to that finals absolutely yeah what was what I, what I found very interesting was uh, that last year like I went in approaching it like I did last year and uh, yeah it is like you guys said like last year you know Losing a racks, a team would be like, "Fuck it, GG, yeah. we lose. Let's let's try again." But teams kept on, and they were like able to come back. And yeah, so I'd be like, "Oh yeah, this game's got to be over." 
Yeah. And it'd go on for another fucking 25 minutes. I'm like, what the fuck? Because you'd message me like, this is done, right? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it probably is done, but there's a chance they can come back. And yeah. on the, the odd occasion, yeah. that did happen. A couple yeah. of times it did. And EG did it, like, spectacularly. Yeah, uh, in one of the games, the graphs was just like red all over. Oh, yeah, oh, that, yeah. that were down like 25, 30k, and That's they just right. came straight back. That's a huge amount. Yeah, there were a lot of games that were like teams coming back from massive deficits in gold and XP. And yeah, like last year, that just didn't happen. Like, it seemed like once you reached a certain limit yeah. in your deficit, there was no coming back. It's, I mean, back to the basketball. Joe and I obviously watch a lot of basketball, but it'd be like watching. Um, three quarters of basketball mm. and the fourth quarter starts and one team's down by 20 points and they just don't play any of their starters they play all their they play all their bench players but instead maybe let's let's see if we can get LeBron out there and maybe he can get a couple points maybe he scores 10 in a row and then all of a sudden alright and you know the comeback is, is real and, you know, all of a sudden the game's still happening it's fun and it's exciting yeah. and they make for really compelling enjoyable matches to watch Yep. Um, you don't want that game where it's like, oh, you see some second backup point guard playing because that's not fun. You might as well just leave at that stage. Yeah. yeah. It also encourages a play where um, I know a lot of teams would be chasing like any opportunity they got. So mm-hmm. like if someone overextended and they managed to pick off one person, that's the huge. entire team would be like, all right, let's go. Let's like turn around on a dime. Let's like let's initiate on them instead and like try and turn this in our favor and get that advantage yeah. and that was really exciting to watch yeah, yeah. Um, I want to talk about the production again quickly oh. uh, so you mentioned the player videos and that sort of thing mm-hmm. uh, I thought that were really good this year um, the actual facility like the the way they set up the booths yep and phenomenal and the floor oh, like so awesome. as opposed to the last couple of years so TI1 they had a similar setup where they, the two booths were facing each other yep um TI4 was sorry TI5 which was this year uh, they had the two boots again facing each other but the map was kind of the central floor of like the arena yeah. um, and everybody was kind of surrounding them and then on the floor they had this projection projection screen where whenever a hero would cast an ability it would show up on the floor as well and, and have this awesome looking effect like yeah. what do you guys think of that and like the way they I guess did the bits around the game surrounding it as well I really wish that I got to go this yeah, year I-, I was supposed to go with my friends and we're like alright this is the year we're going to do it we're going to book our flights we're going to put in leave we're going to do it everything and like nope the whole thing fell apart yeah. and I'm really sad because I feel like I always feel like this is going to be the last time that Valve are going to make such a big like momentous event Really? You think so? I do think so. I think so. You Um, think it's going to be like Europe or something next year? Like Europe? Oh, in Europe. Yeah. No, I think like because they're going to switch to a different system because TI5 is great, but it's actually not so great in the long run for the scene because after the event is over, the teams are like, well, there's nothing else the rest of this year to really like practice. For the moment. Yeah, but like, it's like, it's just this big like low, like it's kind of like... I, it's kind of almost like E3 or like Evo is another similar thing like after Evo is over it's like bang like yeah. this whole like slump the rest of the year you know? like so they're the changing that though now yes so with the majors that are coming up so what they're doing is uh, they're going to be official partners with some of the bigger tournaments that happen every year right um, and so there'll be four events these four events which they're calling majors and 
they'll be backing those events and then people that do well in those events get like an invite to the international or the big the big one that they do but they crew points towards it yeah points yeah. so that like you can do well and, and also what they're doing is they're making people they're making teams have consistent rosters so you're no longer having uh, points where every every two months teams are just swapping players Dota's infamous for that yeah because yeah. you can't like unless you're actually following the scene it's hard to to um, understand what's going on and who's in what teams um, and I think this is a good move because I'd like to see some consistency in the teams and like who's playing in them um, and rather than being like well, we're not winning well work your shit out why are you not winning um, get you know work out your problems um, you don't see that in major sports like there are trading periods but not in terms of every two months you're swapping players in and out it's just not not a good way it's not healthy for the sport um, but yeah. yeah going back to production values and stuff yeah. I mean I think it looks so good and it's like yep Valve got so much money but I'm glad to see they're putting some of it back into yeah. like making something nice for the community yeah. and the people and the players I really wish they cut to it more often because I wanted because <laughs> apparently the arena itself was rigged with lights around right. the audience yeah. Um, right. yeah and you know it's it was actually in the shape of the Dota symbol right <laughs> yeah. which yeah. is like freaking insane I mean um, I've heard like anecdotal reports that uh, the International 2 in the Symphony Hall was mm-hmm. a lot more cl- a classier and a nice more refined like small scale intimate thing it's a couple thousand people yeah a couple thousand people that if they're gonna go bombastic they should they really go all out yeah, yeah. and the, it was so funny like when EG actually won the thing um, and they came out of their booths to accept the Aegis the trophy and there's explosions going up all around them and they just looked like they just want they just looked like when they go to bed you know like they had they weren't even like chewing like they weren't this one thing they were just like meh yeah cool they just didn't know what to, like they like kind of stroked the tro- trophy and I was like what, what am I supposed to be doing here yeah. they but, had to get reminded that the trophy was there and they should hoist it above yeah. their heads yeah. but you gotta think about it like they just played maybe like 8 hours of Dota straight <laughs> that's true well not straight it's they had like an hour break yeah that's ex- like like when we play Dota we're not playing at their level either um, they've just played like what they do they went 2-0 against LGD and then Three one straight into so that's, yeah. you're talking like six uh, two like six or seven hours yeah so about eight hours of just playing Dota and at that stage it probably hasn't sunk in yet they're they're still like trying to like, I, I agree they should have been more excited but maybe <laughs> they, they just yeah, weren't like, like and the pressure of I think that's on one that. of those situations where like having <laughs> friends on the sidelines there to yeah. fucking hype you up like, yeah you up, like. well they're apparently EG the EG crew were handing out American flags outside the yeah, arena they bought like 30,000 of them so, <laughs> like, like, so EG won the last big tournament which was ESL Frankfurt yeah um did they? I don't know. Yes, because Samel was the one that won. No, that was Dak, sorry. They won Dak. They won the Dota 2 Asia Championship. Yeah, they won the Dota 2 Asia Championship. So they won a bunch of money for that. That's the biggest tournament outside of the international. Right. Um, Frankfurt was Team Secret. Um, so yeah, they won a bunch of money from that. And that's how kind of... So this guy came out of... No, like this 15-year-old kid is just... 16 now. He's 16 now. But <laughs> So he was replaced by Arteezy. Um, no, 
Oh, Arteezy left EG. Oh, right. Went, he went, replaced Arteezy. Went to uh, Team Secret. Yeah. And then uh, they were looking for another player. So Samel, this 15-year-old kid, yeah. has come into this game and just stomped everybody at, at this uh, Dota Asia Championship. I, I heard that he had actually immigrated from Pakistan to play Dota. Yeah. But I'm not sure whether that was correct. Yeah, that was in his I player video. Yeah. I heard that he was actually EG's second pick. The guy they wanted... To replace Arteezy first wasn't available, wasn't interested. It was like some guy like Banana Slammer Jammer. He's like yeah. number one on the solo rank. Can I just say they should get rid of handles? <laughs> Samel is his name, like, and we respect him because he's Samel. Banana Slammer Jammer. Get <laughs> the fuck out of here! Like seriously, I'm not giving you six million dollars. <laughs> I what I don't like is. is is the like confusion about it do we call him what is it banana jammer or do you call him fucking silence Barry banana jammer (laughs) I don't like Barry nickname Jones so either his nickname or his fucking name but not the two of them ever but yeah um yeah so he so Samael replaced Arteezy so yeah after every TI yeah. is usually a giant shitstorm where yeah. teams start swapping in and out, players leaving. So Arteezy left last year right. um, and was replaced. So they formed this super team, Team Secret, right. of um, basically four, was it three or four past championships, champions. Yeah. Um, and the surprising thing was most of them, the majority of them were um, all like support players. So you had all these really weird roles um, and then after about two more changes they found their current team and uh, and they just started stopping like they won about I think it was four major titles like four really big lands they won um, and that were the yeah that were the favourites going into this for sure because they were just uh, I actually wrote down stats somewhere um, and they did really well in the group stages they were like top three in the group stages Team Secret, I got it. In the last 10 months, we're invited to 12 major tournaments. They won six of them. Um, they won the last three major land tournaments. They totaled uh, 10 where they had top three finishes. That's right. huge. So 12 major tournaments are invited to, top three finishes. They won six of them. Very good team. Yeah. So they had, so at, like they'd gone into they this tournament. Well, you know why? Because they've gone in. And they've got the target on their back. Right. So people are planning around them. Everyone's planning around them. Yeah, I mean, like, what I That's the hardest thing about this. People, like, offhand was saying, like, all the teams going into TI were training, like, how to beat How do we count a secret? Like, that was the game plan for everyone. Wow. And, like, you know, when VP did knock knock secret out, it was such a huge upset. It was completely unexpected. Yeah, nobody, nobody kind of expected that. Like, we all had... Team Secret as like our first place pitch, right? Yeah. Because so. <laughs> I mean, they were the all star team. They, were they the sun, they, all the sunglasses thing? Yeah, they were the walked out all cocky. Everyone, everyone <laughs> wearing sunglasses, and then like get defeated, walk out no sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, Kudos to Virtus Pro because they were they were like the only Euro team in top. They like, yeah, they eight. did very well. Yeah, so the Euro teams didn't really do so well this year at all. Hmm. Um, so there were some DDoS happenings in the early games yeah. as well, which kind of put back one of the uh, one of the games for like three hours as well. 
Um, so yeah, I mean that sort of stuff is really unfortunate because there's no ways to kind of to work around that. It's just, Local plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then you end up with problems where um, I guess that's probably the way it's built uh, with the client. Maybe Reborn fixes that. Um, I'm not. I'm not 100 sure. I'm not a network engineer. I'm a server engineer. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds different. Sounds different. Totally. Anyway, um, so that was like a huge problem that happened. Uh, the All Star match was was quite good. Did you guys oh, watch man. that at all? Yeah. Welcome to the official All Star game of TI5. Boy, are you in for a fun night, ladies and gentlemen. Big Daddy No Tail and Chuan. Don't you think a real professional Dota player could manage ten versus ten? Honest, it's very easy. Them or maybe you'll bring home the cheese, Chuan. I will eat the cheese. So you're probably wondering where are the other ten coming from? It's coming from out here. One, two, three. The terrible dancer in the aisle. Yes, you. You guys excited? You look a little scared. Not very good. Shao has your back. How confident are you in this team? Oh, sitting next to Bendy. You wish it were Bendy. Isn't it? This is shaping up to be a great match. Are you ready, Dendy? Oh, Dendy. So they unveiled this um, new this new mode because usually they do like the all-star match and um, the way it works is all the people that buy the compendium get to vote for their players that they want in the game. Yeah. Um, and they, they choose their players by picking the teams, uh, the players from the teams that were invited. Yeah. Uh, and then this year they did their, um, they came out and said, well, we're not having five versus five Dota. We're doing 10 versus 10 and you're going to be able to play it next week once the game's out. Uh, and they got people from the crowd. Yeah, so yeah, they right? and they were like, so "You're going to be people. playing." So they started picking people from the crowd. That was a little bit awkward as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, the good thing is, there was a couple of good things about some things they didn't like. Um, I like the two captains, Tron and Notel. Mm-hmm. I think Notel is going to be one of the best commentators once he retires. He's he's so good. Um, whenever he gets knocked out of tournaments, he's usually in the chair. Um, sometimes he's you know. You know it's hard to be knocked out of tournaments and still be excited, but I think he does an awesome job of commentating. Yeah, absolutely. But you can't even win a tournament in Dota. Really excited, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he was good to have as a captain, and then they um, they started yeah picking out people from the crowd. I, I would have liked to have seen some more women picked yeah. from the um, the crowd, but to be honest, when they were like looking out there, it was hard to. Like that, we're looking for distinctive things. Mm. Um, a group of ladies probably <laughs> yeah. would have uh, stood out. Yeah, like probably if there was a group of ladies, if you'd <laughs> flown over there. <laughs> but usually, it was like the guy with the flag or something like. Yeah, and like you know, to be honest, looking in the crowd, like there was a larger amount of men. There, there was a majority of men, but yeah. there was on the other occasion a lady. I, I think they should have been told, like. Fixing women, yeah. Uh, personally, because I would have, I know it would have been good to, to yeah. see some ladies get up there and play. Anyway, um, anyway, they get to a point where they pick. Uh, there's a guy at the very end. Casey's like, oh, 
let me pick for you. We'll see what happens. Um, my favorite hero is up there. I can see a Pudge. So Pudge comes down and he starts walking down. Anyway, they get to the um, they get to the setup, the ten v ten. They're going through everybody's matches, uh, and they get to the very last one. And so uh, Puppy's the last one to get on there. And he's like, "Oh, who's your partner?" And he's like, "It's the dude in the Pudge suit." And he's like, "Oh, it's uh, it's it's Dendy, right?" And so Dendy is this huge um, Dota 2 personality who is known for his, his Pudge play. Uh, he's the one that got them back into the finals in the TI3 through his Pudge. And the, the, the presenter case, he's like, oh, well, yeah, it's, 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 are you sure it's Dendy? And he's like, well, it is, isn't it? And they take off the suit and it's, it's Dendy on uh, So the reason why he didn't, he didn't actually get voted in because he was a wild card. Their team was a wild card pick. And he's one of the biggest personalities in Dota, so they've obviously just brought him in there for that. Yeah. But the crowd just went like, oh yeah, it would have gone crazy. <laughs> yeah, just absolutely yeah. crazy. And it was so good to like see him, see him get in there and, and play some Dota with his old teammate. Yeah, his old oh, captain. The re- reunion. <laughs> I mean, Den- Denny's the guy you think about when you think about pro Dota. Yeah, honestly. Really? honestly, like I feel like. Denny's kind of been sidelined now. Like it's all doesn't matter. Samael. The Valve film, free to play, <laughs> free to play. Fear, Dendy, an Asian it. guy who's not in the scene anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Forget his name. Hy hy No, it's definitely Dendy. I think is is up there. He's the big name. Um, yeah. But yeah, that All Star game was was a lot of fun. Oh man, it was. Apparently, it was supposed to be when Pitlord was. Yeah, there, that's what I heard. And it didn't. It looked like it broke. Yeah, that's because what I heard Puppy um, didn't pick his character, and it got to the stage where it was like everybody was waiting for this reveal to happen. Because last year they did Techies when they picked Sniper, and everyone was like chanting Techies, and then Techies come off. Uh, and then this year, like there was still one hero that wasn't picked, um, and Puppy was like looking around and getting help from people and yeah. it seems like something broke so, so Pit Lord is the last there's, remaining original Dota no there's I think two character. left two or three okay left. from the Dota 1 mod to make it to Dota 2 yeah so Pit Lord's one, one hero from the Dota yeah. 1 yeah they've nearly done all of them there's like one or t- two or three more left I think that, to go um so yeah, that's that was a huge bummer. It definitely looked like it was supposed to. Happen. Oh, but the match was still like off the hook. Oh yeah, that Omni Knight was MVP, and I think like seeing those global ultis all go off for once, it's kind of like insanity, right? And it's yeah. like, man, this is like fun Dota. This is yeah, and then like every other year, it's kind of been boring because they've just been playing for. They've just been like they, they haven't been trying, and that's this is the perfect mode for that. Because they're just having fun and it's it's whatever, um, but then that comeback at the end, like <laughs> Team No Tail got to a hundred percent left on their their ancient, sorry, hundred HP left on their ancient. It took one more hit, it would have been done, and they came back and won the game. <laughs> like, because the other team was tower like fountain diving yeah. and just died. <laughs> Such a like yeah, you talk about comebacks and that's like that's up there. <laughs> such an entertaining thing but I, I thought it was really cool seeing all these even though it was like straight after the game where Team Secret got knocked out it was still good to see them come out and interact with the crowd and yeah. have a bit of fun um, like I don't know where you put that All-Star game in this tournament I think like if you have it too early are people just not focused on it they don't they think um, 
I'm wasting my time or like I've got better things to do or if you put it towards the end where um, most of the teams have been knocked out it's time to have a bit of fun maybe that's the best spot I think um, but also like teams have just been knocked out like Team Secret yeah. they've been knocked out and 30 minutes later they're playing an all-star match it's kind of it's, yeah, it's, it's difficult one. yeah yeah anyway um, any else to say I've got, got you, you didn't watch it. <laughs> first 10 sounds ridiculous also came <laughs> down man. 100 HP and then somehow managing to win sounds like it was ripped directly from the WWE <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah no I've got nothing uh, can we talk about uh, the wild card shit because I don't really understand it. So one team, C deck, right? Yes. They were wild cards. Yeah. So wild card is the um, if you well, don't get invited. The okay. So I, just I was going to explain it. <laughs> who was uh, who was a wild card? Who made it through? That's all. Okay. Um, yeah. So the wild card is basically when if you don't get invited, they they were doing the um, the smaller. Uh, Regions. Like each region would have a certain amount of teams that would come in and try and fight their way to a spot in here. Yep. So top one team, would, top first place team would make it through. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year they did things a bit different where any team could could jump in. Mm-hmm. So uh, Zareen, myself, Ed, and you're not in it. Uh, <laughs> Ryan and someone else, we form a Dota team and yep. we, we beat a thousand up we don't beat a thousand other teams but we, we play our way through the brackets of a yeah. thousand um, so any anybody can make it into the, T, the TI this year yep um, and then so you get to that regional stage and the top top team goes through yep and every second place in the regional goes into wild card okay uh, and so C-Deck ended up winning the wild card so um, that was the second place regional oh, the first place and the second place fair enough mm-hmm so okay. the second place in China. Second place in, in China, yes. Yeah. China. Uh, and then from there, uh, you go to group stages. So that determines your seeding in the actual tournament. <laughs> oh, okay. So how many wild cards actually go into the T? The one. Or only just, just the one? First place. Okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. And yes. So you get a second chance, basically. Yeah. Okay. So what? The so losers, losers bracket. Uh, no, you just go into, you get in. So from there, but they now do they now do group group stages. So which is this bit here? Right. Um, Luke's pointing at a sheet. At a sheet. So <laughs> the teams were somehow. I guess they were split up into some sort of seating. Like let's split the Chinese teams up. Let's split the European teams up. So it's kind of even. Mm. Right. And then they all play each other uh, two games. Yep. And if you win both the games, you get three points. If you win uh, one each. You get uh, one point, and if you lose both games, you don't get any points. So okay. that's that's how, it, and then that kind of determined your seeding in the main event. If you got the top four finish, you were in the upper bracket. Um, anything lower than that, you went into lower bracket, and that was a best of one round. Anything else in upper bracket was uh, best of three. Okay. So this is kind of like so the seeding. The seeding. Yes. List. Yes, so in the... Uh, so C-Deck was a wild card and they managed to get... Second place. That is fucking... In their group. Uh, EG came first. Oh, this is just their group. Yeah. Right. In the group A, uh, LGD Gaming uh, and the Chinese team came first with 17 points. Um, so zero losses, uh, two draws, five wins. 
And then Team Secret uh, came second with four wins, three losses, three draws, zero losses. And these are all these are all like traditionally great teams, aren't they? Invictus, Fnatic, and so they're all like you'll find most of these teams in other like in Counter Strike or League right. of Legends. Yeah, I mean they're, they're the, professional esports yes. organizations. Well, IG and Na'Vi did both win championships right. previously. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so and they just what they just did shit this this year then. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I mean, <laughs> a newbie. I, I, I don't think it's they did shit. I think the newbie went last year. Dota is just so high at the moment. Yeah. Right. I, so so Navi made it through the wild card as well. That's um, right. Yeah. They made it through their their region. Sorry, their um when they did their uh, not their wild card their their regional Europe stage. Yep. They were the ones that won that. All right. So when I said how many teams came in through the wild card? No, no, one. Sorry, the, the <laughs> regional. They won their regional oh, for Europe. Okay. <laughs> there are regional qualifiers. Yeah, regional. Yeah, well. So they came first. Right. Yes. All right. So only C deck. Yes. Wild card. Wait, came, they, okay. they won. The they came from the place. wild card and they went all the way to the grand final. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Which is really, really Which is amazing. Pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. I think you could write a movie about that. Right? <laughs> no, because they lost. No, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a good movie, though. All right, it's a terrible movie. What is this fucking? It'd be like Cool Runnings. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That, that was a good movie too. Yeah, that was a great movie. Would this would be a great Disney movie. Oh yeah, here's a Chinese team that is very good at Dota. Inexplicably, no. If they're from fucking Jamaica, yes. <laughs> then you've got a Cool Runnings on your hands. Yeah. They're from China. No, you don't really have that. Yeah. Um, so does that explain your? Yes, it did. Um, so so say um, Phoenix though, first Australian Korean player, mm, uh, Australian player, yeah. and first Korean Dota team. That's right. Yeah, I think mean, oh. that's that's huge. For Very the first year. Yeah. Well, it... They only got the game like they got it much later than everyone yes. else did as well because LOL is huge there and it's oh, right. suck up to yeah. Yeah. So, but like it's slowly picking up there, which is really cool. Yeah, especially with their bloody. Um, they did pretty $880,000. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, like you came... You I want to see what they do with the game, 16th actually. in this and you get 140000 It's like, oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Well, for your team. Yeah. Uh, split that up yeah. against five people. Well. Yeah. Five plus your managers, plus all that shit. Yeah. You know, it's not too bad. It's, it's still... It's still fantastic. Yeah. I assume it's flights are paid for, right? Flights are paid for. From, from what I I understand, uh, Valve pays the tax as well. So right. you actually get the whole amount of okay. of that prize pool. So hmm. first place actually gets the six million. Right. They don't mm. get that's insane. Half of that, yeah. Yeah. three million. Um, I would like to know how much of that goes to the players, though. I think they get a lot. I, I think. I think. That, well, if your team's secret, you don't have any managers. You're well, just no, they do. Secret. They've got. There are. There's a guy back there. Oh yeah. They got a sponsor. You know, I think actually, EG manages their like. Um, behind the scenes like stuff like partnerships and stuff okay so well if they keep making like 1.2 million dollars per player it's well within their interest to hire <laughs> yeah. someone to fucking manage shit obviously yeah, yeah. someone's gonna book flights well I think yeah like obviously we're uh, some of us write about um, different types of games like League of Legends like we've covered that sort of stuff before but it's really interesting seeing how Riot does their management of players and how Dota does. Um, like Valve are very hands off; they don't manage anything. 
um, got Riot right in there. They've got player managers. They, they look after all the casters and that sort of thing. When one of the players says, I took drugs this morning, uh, Riot peeing on us, Riot not good wine. They're like, <laughs> don't use that. Did that happen, did yes, it, Joe? it did happen. <laughs> And I tried to use it, but it just didn't really fit. Yeah. So it seems like with them introducing the new major system for tournaments, they're kind of trying to to protect players a bit more and protect teams um, by having them not shuffle as much. But like I've always said, Valve is the worst at PR and social media. They're just shit house at it. Um, it's just non-existent. Communication. It's non-existent. Just fuck. <laughs> Communication in general is just not something they're capable. Of. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'd like to think that they just let their products or whatever speak for themselves, speak themselves rather yeah. than like you know. And then once in a while, Doug, uh, sorry, Gabe will just invite a bunch of Reddit people like, into. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd be like, yeah, it's fucking this and this. Look at all like Jira tickets and stuff like bug reports. Yeah, yeah. Speaking yeah, of Left 4 Dead three, whatever. <laughs> Gabe's fucking keynote. He's wearing a hat this year. <laughs> oh, he made it. He did a keynote. I must have missed. He does it every year. Welcome every to year. I just watch the games. <laughs> It was yeah. fucking 10 seconds long and oh, yeah. he's like oh you're all here just to see the game so I'm gonna get out I'm well, gonna go drive my basically. car bother buddy that's basically it <laughs> why even come out of here then god damn it especially considering like he it took him more time to walk out than the time he was standing I was like he should have been like uh, the fucking the ground parts and then he comes out like a <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the international. <laughs> it should have been the ancient, the, the ancient set. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Man. That would have been great. I have no idea. Yeah. G- Gabe comes out from underneath the fire. Yeah. That would have yeah. been amazing. You want to? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, the horn sounds like a beginning. Well, nevertheless, <laughs> right. Like, yes, but it's just him. He pulls it out from his back pocket. <laughs> as bad as Gabe's ever was. Yeah. Still wasn't the worst fucking line presentation I saw at the fucking international okay keep keep digging go on uh go on then <laughs> yeah um yeah dead mouse oh, oh. we don't watch that yet oh wait fuck till afterwards <laughs> I, don't fucking, I don't know what your order is but dead mouse is fucking awful <laughs> we're getting there it was terrible <laughs> wait for that oh, <laughs> god damn it okay um tournament styles let's talk about the fucking games <laughs> what's your favourite games right my favorite game uh, was definitely when Secret came back against who was it? It was a Chinese team. I think it was IG, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, yeah, it would have been IG because I was yeah. really dis- yeah, that's right. It was IG because I was really distraught because the- because I love IG as well. So. Yeah. No. So that day that was so tense. So we had um, we basically were down to the, the last two previous champions. Um, yeah, because because Navi got kicked out the day before, um, uh, Newbie got kicked out the day before. So they they were the two previous champions. So we were down to two left, um, and then uh, and and then IG and Secret, their two previous champions. Well, so they were going up against each other, and that was like a huge, like a massive deal. Oh, I was, was, I was so up tense. that morning and just like, oh my god, because that was the team I was rooting for. I was watching. Like every like, I watched most of these games, but um, that was the team I was going for. Secret, so, yeah, Secret and Navi. I, I thought LGD after I watched them play uh, VG. Apparently, uh, after I watched them play VG, VP, VP, VG. Yeah, you're talking about Vichy Gaming. Virtus yeah. Pro. No, here. Oh, okay. Sorry. 
After I watched them play VG, I thought they were going to take it. Yeah. Because... Uh, LTD's a scary team. Like, uh, they're solid. I, I watched... I actually did watch every single one of their games, and... I couldn't see anyone beating them. I mean, they just seemed to have an answer. Even when they failed, they seemed to come back with an answer. And then they got demolished by EG. And <laughs> well, the, like, well, I don't, I don't fucking know anything. <laughs> the scary thing is, though, like, whenever TI comes around, it's like, we, we're always, like, picking teams, like, oh, you know, Team Secret's going to do well, or EG's going to... And nobody knows what the Chinese teams are doing, because... They're playing. They're, like, they're behind a firewall yeah. in their own yes. country. Like, <laughs> so nobody know. knows what is the Chinese players are doing unless you go to China and you play like one of the tournaments there. It's like they start pulling out all these strats. So whenever these big tournaments come around, everybody's focused on Europe, like the European teams or the um, or te- like the American teams or like one or two Chinese teams. Yeah, and then usually like China comes out. And it's like. Top, like top six is like five Chinese teams now. Like, oh, what the fuck? Like, what is going on? Where do all these teams come from? Because you have no understanding of what they're doing and how they're playing um, because of that firewall thing. Because nobody can play them unless you go there. Yeah. And I mean, all you need to do is look at these results, and it's like, well, all right, most of them are Chinese teams. I was worried we we're going to have another Chinese, like Chinese a Chinese grand, grand final. Yeah. And I wasn't worried we were going to have a Chinese grand final. I was just worried about the style of gameplay we we're going to encounter right, right. because of our experience from last year. Yep. Um, but the, the the games that we had this year, like I felt we were in a good position. Like we we're going to see some really good Dota. I think, like, yeah. So and it makes for a better story if you have two different like regions so, playing as well. So C deck yeah. was through to the grand final, right? The entire time. Well, no, yeah. lower upper bracket. Yeah. So it's a double elimination. So, no, I mean, like, once it got to the point where LGD were playing VG, C-Deck were through, right? That was it. They won there. Yes, they'd won there and they were already through to the ground. Yes. Uh, like, after, after that game, after LGD... No, no, they had to beat EG. And then they would have dropped down one more? Yeah. That bracketing That's system is... Unbelievably confusing. No, no. So you go from upper bracket to lower bracket if you drop drop a game. Oh, is that mine? No, I think that's <laughs> one of those. Aside, yeah. one of those fan. I think that's that's a that's a bit. This smells oh, like mine. No, that looks that, like that's mine. That's that definitely mine. Like okay. Why well, are we good? Yeah. Zorian's got the water. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But so, no, I, I wouldn't have wor- like I wouldn't have hated uh, another CDAC versus LGD game. Like yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. So I, I thought they played exciting Dota. I, I didn't think China versus China would have been that bad a fucking matchup. I don't think it would have been. But you're so here. That's not the grand final. This is the grand. So, I can see that. So CDAC versus EG, they played each other before that, and CDAC won knocked EG down to lower bracket right. and then EG beat LGD and then came back to the to the grand final so they got double chance yeah, yeah. what doesn't so, happen yeah. in the grand final is like a um, a reset of the bracket which you see in EVO um, so yeah in EVO the loser has to win twice basically. right yes yeah. and I don't know if I I think in in EVO that's maybe okay but it definitely for, wouldn't work yeah. there's for, literally yeah. no way it would work it's too many games. It is, yes. Mm. But um, and it, I think it's good because it allows teams to experiment in the upper bracket as well. Like right. they don't yeah, have they to, can. they don't have to show their hand or their strats, or yeah. um, they can experiment in their composition and try something different to 
you know, in the lower bracket, you, you, you've got to play for your life. You've got to play your best. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and we've seen that in previous, like we were talking about Na'Vi before, they started bringing out strats that broke the game, but that kept them in the game, and it kept them to, to the final. They got in the final that year because they broke the game, and they were doing things no one else was doing. Mm. Like, literally, they were, they were exploiting the game. Right. Yeah. I think I vaguely remember the They were using Pudge and Chen to basically hook a player back into the back into the yes. their, and the timing Price. on that is right. very minimal right um, and that's how they won that I remember that yes um, we're talking about our favourite matchup do you remember your favourite matchup Ed? what favourite match or match yes match I gotta say when EG was getting stomped by C-Deck initially <laughs> yeah that was pretty good that's pretty good that was pretty good um, it was nice to see a fan favorite get trounced yeah. and it was nice to see the C deck wild card go all the way yeah so that was very exciting yep um, yeah, I mean you don't want to see one team just rolling through the whole thing without breaking a sweat yeah that's right like, that's boring yeah and everybody so. kind of expected EG to be a top top three team well it seems like you guys all did because they won the last big tournament yeah yeah um MVP had two teams in the mix yeah Hot 6 and Phoenix right so Hot 6 was their wild card was that right yeah it didn't go through there right I'm pretty sure it got bumped out in this one and they got eliminated in the first day Phoenix or maybe Oh, okay, yeah, sorry, I'm right, yeah, my bad. Yeah, so they had two teams. Um, What about them? Uh, I watched, I I remember watching their camp and and thinking they were in with a chance, but uh, then they got got ended, so uh, it didn't really matter. Yeah. I'm really excited to see where they take the game next year, because, like, I don't know where the, they take it. The Korean like Dota scene is like, who are they playing against? It's, to it's get nothing. To that level? It's nothing you know, right like, now. Yeah. Like they, but they made it this far. Like that's nothing to scoff at. Still, well, it's they like, had the Australian guy. <laughs> yeah, the Aussie made it. He was. He was. The I captain, don't. I, I don't remember his name. <laughs> but he made. Just defend me. But like, <laughs> we'll do good. But, you know, like, who are they playing against right now? Because to get to that level, it's not easy. They can't be playing the Chinese folks. Are they playing against SEA? Well, the SEA seems like well, there's no SEA. There's, <laughs> yeah. there's we don't have any teams. And, yeah, like yeah we're, we're terrible. So, Come on, so let's face it. Where are they pulling? Like, where are they pulling the skill from? It's, it's they're just like, Koreans. That's just. Yeah, that's just, just I mean, well, exactly. The right? weird thing about Korea is like they have an esports like <laughs> machine that just churns children out into being being like esports <laughs> superstars. They're old, like well, they're not old because they're all, like eighteen, but they're like they've come from Starcraft and they're like, well, I can press one hundred and forty buttons per, per minute. You want me to do one guy? Yeah, it's I fine. Can, easy. I can control the whole army. Listen to me, J Moon. Your APMs are—they've dropped. J-Dong. Okay, it's J Dong. All right, J Dong. Your APMs have dropped below one forty. That's it. You're done in Starcraft. Off to Dota. You're 21. Go time to retire. Scum. <laughs> you scum. You can't make it in Starcraft anymore. She's Go to my- the old man league with Dota. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if like um, the focus in Korea will like go away from Starcraft and long with. I mean, they did really well, like MVP for their first year. I wonder if that that machine is going to start focusing. I think on it Dota. takes off because. 
once you get one team in there, like it draws interest because, like, uh, you look at uh, soccer for instance. When when Australia gets into the World Cup, like everybody's paying attention that way. Everybody's <laughs> yeah. watching. They yeah, want to see sure. how good they go. And then, um, like, I'll go buy a jersey. I don't play soccer. I don't watch <laughs> soccer, but I'll go see what they're doing. The same thing I think in, in esports, where you see your local team do really well and they go somewhere. You're like, oh well. So what you're saying is Australia never gets into esports. <laughs> we've got we have an Australian team in TI one. Yeah, we TI have. One. And we've got awesome commentators. That's as good as we do. We've got two good commentators. Two, yeah, Gods yeah. and Toby One. Toby One has casted the last two grand finals. So. That's uh, that's that's where we're at. We're commentators, right? Because everybody's like, "What is he saying?" Yeah. That <laughs> and also like, the Korean commentators are oh off the fucking chain. <laughs> if you is. ever have a chance, just go onto YouTube and type in like Korean commentator Dota Two. They are so insane. I They're watched really many uh, uh, so League of Legends Korean yeah. commentators. Oh, really? Fucking amazing. <laughs> they just they make the, the most out. mundane shit exciting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they make it an art form. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Midfield passes to centre, holds it, holds it. <laughs> Basically, so um, I think for me, the the game that stands out the most was the grand final day, the EG versus LGD. Um, mainly because when I watched that, I was like, "Wow, these games are so close. It's it's hard to tell who's going to win this." Um, even though on the scoreboard it looks yeah, like it's two zero, yeah. that were just like at the level of competitiveness. It was happening at that stage. Like I was messing with Joe, being like, "They're so tight, these teams. Like it's hard to pick who's going to win." Um, I think they're the ones that stand out for me, and obviously the VP versus Secret, um, because I was a big, like I was rooting for them. Um, I think are the two that that really stand out the most for me, and then obviously the final. I think. Um, I reckon LG could have easily gotten to the finals had oh, yeah. just like one or two things on their way. Like that's if, how it seemed. Yeah, if like the like the finals were like best out of five, and they had one more game to like, okay, we got it now. We know what they're gonna do. That that was that seemed to be how like how they operated the entire time. Yes, yeah. like they would they'd stumble and then they'd have that answer. Yeah. And it just seemed like they just needed to work that answer out. That's and they right. just never quite got the opportunity yeah. to. I mean, I, and I feel like and that's... they would have. I, th- I think they would have. And I feel like that's what happened in the finals. Because, you know, EG lost to C-Deck um, originally. But with the best of five in the finals, they... Yeah. yeah C-Deck's thing was, like, smoke ganking a lot. Like, they, they would... Because they had to come back. Yeah, they had to come... Yeah, they had to come back. They was, like they would only take a chance if they had the overwhelming advantage. Yep. And EG kind of like worked that out and they would just like preemptively charge them every time once they realize in the final like, okay, they're going to try and get us off guard. Yeah. And we'd just be like, fuck it, go for it every time. Like turn on a dime in EG style, like pick up one off and then, you know, have Sumail clean up, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, but also awesome plays by Universe and the, the $6 million dunk and... Um, yeah. Just like the great setups and stuff. Um, um, but there like, was some. I, I just I can't remember which game because it, like eventually it all sort of just melded together. Yeah, into yeah. just one that shitload yeah. of like fucking acronyms or initialisms. Or so many BKBs. Just like exactly. <laughs> uh, but uh, there was one game where supports seemed 
Like one one support seems F-Y. to literally yeah. drag their team back into the game. Oh yeah, like so, out of nothing. And I just I can't remember what it was, but it stuck in my mind. I can't wait. Yeah. So Vici Gaming, you'll see in the lower bracket here, um, and they got pretty far. Like they got through one, two, three, four, five lower bracket games. Yep. Four basically. Yeah. Uh, their support FY was like. I think MVP of the tournament. Uh, his Rubik plays were just ridiculous. Oh, yeah, I think it must have been against LGD. Did you Did you see these videos? No, I didn't. What did he you was do? just he was basically turning games around with his plays, like stealing spells. So Rubik's um, hero can steal spells and then use them against the other team. So if someone basically, you've got a choice of five ultimates to pick from. You can someone or well, one team uses an ultimate, you can steal that, use it back on them. And you've got a four-second cooldown. You can steal that again of someone else, and then use their ultimate. So you're like basically churning out all these amazing spells. Um, and if you get them off at really good times, it just completely swings the game around. Yeah. And uh, if you go watch like the top ten plays that they do, he was in there all the time because he was like stealing, stealing shallow graves from Dazzle and. Like which Saving makes him invulnerable and just like instantly throwing onto his team and like having them be invulnerable and you know Winter Ryverns like stuff it's insane good support players and that's a thing like I think in past internationals like it was always a case of like you support your carry you get them to farm all the game and you just like protect them stay with them yeah. and like this this um, tournament was definitely a team effort mm. all around it was definitely like the, the supports um, yeah and maybe that's the players maybe that's the meta yeah yeah maybe it's both maybe well, it's Maybelline another thing I <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're not brought to them brought to you by them this week oh. damn it um, next, next week, uh, another thing I, I also noticed was that uh, like compared to previous years a lot more skill shots like speculative skill shots I don't know if this was like something that I was just noticing because stuck out, but yeah, players seem to predict where the other team is going to go and just pop something. Yeah, because out of nothing. you had heroes like Clockwork playing, yeah. um, where he requires a skill shot to kind of initiate. Um, right. What else was there? I mean, you'll see it like. Uh, yeah. No, but that was a big one. But, uh, but yeah, Clockwork cooking into. Like crowds, like and hitting that, and also Gyro, Clockwork, and Gyro were very popular heroes this year. Yeah, I, I had Gyro as my top pick, but it didn't happen because um, he got banned a lot. <laughs> but um, that was funny because like Fear, um, who was an EG, he's either ca- he's not the captain, but he was in the Fear is the captain. He is the captain. I thought PPD no, was sorry, the captain. PPD's the captain. Oh. Yeah, Fear, who was uh, featured in Free to Play, the the Valve Dota film. Yeah. Um, he basically played Gyro all tournament. Yeah. But so if you look at the, uh, I don't have a printout here, but um, so this is the most banned player, Lashrak. Uh, Lashrak. And everyone was terrified of Lashrak. So I, I put, uh, I didn't put Lashrak. I put Undying as mine. Mm, and um, he featured quite heavily as I'm well. Close. But if you can, if you compare the most picked hero uh, in the group stages compared to the main event. Uh, Gyro actually was on top by a lot and oh, then yeah. when it came to the main event he didn't get picked up as much because he got banned like a shit right? <laughs> so people kind of picking up and then if you look at the most common bands you'll see two on there that are quite prominent um, 
Nagasaran, which is that one. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So, so Naga- folks at home, you can't, can't see you it. can't see this, so, but uh, they are trying to guess uh, who is what character based on a portrait that is two <laughs> millimeters by two millimeters square. Um, and I'm doing a good job. I can't see; it's dark in here. I mean, it seems like what, what, which one is it? What, is that bristle? The so, third one. Third one is Bounty Hunter. Oh, Bounty. Okay. okay. Well, Bounty Hunter played quite a big part in the tournament. Oh, like yeah, that track, track ball. was so um, game-changing. And the rest of them seem to be like AoE kind of... Um, initiators, Undying, initiators. Shadow Fiends, Broodmother, uh, Tusk is a huge one because Tusk he's got his was initiation. Yeah. He's, he's a pain in the ass. Any mage because he just farms so much. And Queen of Pain from the mid. So you guys you guys got to pick your most common picks and most your bands, most in the compendium, yeah. So, out of did I you only pick one each or yeah, you get one each okay. I, there, I don't <laughs> was there any like were there heroes that you were surprised weren't picked at all and were there heroes that you were surprised were banned like that just came out of the left field for either of you or any of you um, I didn't see the bounty hunter thing coming right because like I just did not consider track until like I really thought about it what is like, track sorry so bounty hunter's ulti is track where he throws ultimate. like ult, sorry ultimate <laughs> skill he throws a like flare and marks someone so that they're tracked so now you can someone, see them on the map someone, who, someone who's tracked you always see their like you always see where they are yep. but in addition to that if your team kills them then the like people get bonus gold from killing oh, okay. so like the whole team you get like a I massive it's like, 250 like, the most right so, so you get like an extra 50 gold or 100 gold depending on like what level it's at yep. and the person that killed them also gets extra gold yep. so it works out like it starts to snowball because yeah. you can kind of just sit back and just mark everybody yeah. just be like well instead of like like you may lose a fight one to three yep. like you may lose one hero or three heroes but you got one it still may still may work out in your favor because you've tracked that one hero right yeah okay. and everyone who like helps in keep killing them and hitting them gets, gets bonus gold. gold right and like if you're looking at a chart like you know those charts that they have in Dota 2 like looking at the difference in gold between the two teams like it can swing so quickly yeah. in favor of bounty on this team just because of track right and so you can have him on there and just play late game and just get a bunch of money yeah yeah, and like that, I totally underestimated how powerful Bounty on this track could be. It's just one of them things that you don't think about, like, you know, playing in pub games and stuff. Mm-hmm. So when Kuroki was using it, him a lot on Secret, and I saw it happening, I was like, wow, that is something yeah. like, that was amazing. Well, I, I mean, the, the amazing thing about watching these games are, like, you take the knowledge from that. Like, I yeah. played, I went and played a Bounty Hunter game because like, <laughs> I can do this. It's easy. I just sit back and just mark people. Ooh, man. Yeah. Um, just taking, like, the, the strategies you learn from that mm. just putting them into action what yeah. about you Ed anyone any surprises or well, surprise uh, well, I, I, Lena. Lena. I didn't expect Lena to be like picked so much yeah, she did seem yeah. kind of useless every time I fucking watched a game with her, <laughs> she's kind of so, boring to watch yeah honestly. I think that's what it was it wasn't useless she doesn't have a, like a sick yeah. hook shot or anything she's yeah. just like, like hey let's some, have so some fire so she's got the, the stun so the initiation right. she can initiate on her really far and then do a bunch of burst damage. It's like yeah. at a highest is about nine hundred. Yeah, that's boring. <laughs> She's right quick, so much dead. Yeah. Right. So I think that's why, like, you look at the top pick players, and the majority of them are support heroes. 
I was honestly more surprised about who was Darkseer was up there like really strange picks like they picked up Luna all of a sudden you know who is not the best carry but that was team secret yeah that was secret um, and she's just like a carry who has like moonbeams didn't someone use Luna in the farm uh, no team secret used them to when they were down oh. um, and the reason why they used it was because they saw another team use it and it went alright yeah that was <laughs> basically like, uh, that that, was that's his, the kind of shit that, that was entertaining yeah. uh, they were like we're, we're yeah. in the lower bracket uh, we were going to like we needed something and it seemed to work well before I'm sure Secret, Secret, a leaner this and a like, see, this is why I respect the Secret because like they they will take risks even when it's like the On worst the like yeah, yeah the worst time to yeah. take a risk they're gonna still do it and it's paid and off for them in the past like yeah, yeah it totally works um, what else? and also I, you know the techies pick from EG oh yeah that just so that te- got them a permanent ban yeah um, so, so Techies, you know who Techies is, Joe? I do. Yeah. Last year, introduced. Yes. <laughs> oh, right. So, just the one big troll character who suicides. He's the worst character to play in, in any game. Yeah. <laughs> he just lays mines across the map and suicides yeah, as a technique. You can't, you can't go anywhere because you're afraid of just dying instantly. Yeah. Right. So, what happened in this particular game was they, he, they picked Techies, they let him through in one game. And he just fucking stomped me on the team. Like, nobody would go near him. He was, like, solo laning his, his own lane. And, like, that won the game because no one yeah. would go near him. Yeah. And then what happened from then on was every team just banned him against that yeah. team. Because they were like, well, it's, don't want to It was Aoi, right? Aoi yeah, And who had said, I fucking hate Techies. I want to show, I want to play him to show how broken how he broken is. How broken he is, yeah. <laughs> and so he's talked to heroes with the first two bans. That's every right. Single game. He got Nagasaran banned which is his player, and then Techies was banned. So, it, you know, there was... So many stories to tell, like, just in the main event. Just, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, should we jump on the main main yes. grand final? Bro? Sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so EG versus CDC. Yep. The underdogs versus Team USA. I don't like the <laughs> Team USA chance. It just sort of... Yeah. <laughs> It's a bit weird, so isn't much, it? Right. It it's makes like, you want to not cheer. For yeah, that. it's it's <laughs> so like, important though because like USA were a joke in Dota basically up until this year. That's true. Yeah, because they've never a joke. Won yeah. Any. Um, but when I hear them chant, I'm just like, really? Uh, <laughs> you've got a Pakistani kid on the team <laughs> and a guy from Can- Canada. It's like <laughs> an Asian. Yeah, he's <laughs> not really an American. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Fucking, yeah. Okay, let's let's. Edmonton is Asian. Don't roll yeah. out your <laughs> you guys world domination plans. On but, this I mean, but that that's that's kind of like um, <laughs> the makeup of the team really made me cheer for them. Honestly, like such a diverse bunch of guys. Yeah, that's true. And like, like an old like old fear, fear fear the oldest like Dota, Dota player. Yeah. Yep. Smell the youngest. Dota the youngest player. Dota player. <laughs> How old's fear? Is he like twenty two? Twenty seven. Yeah. What a fucking what a so fucking dinosaur! He came out of retirement. Yeah, he he, he didn't play last year because he was injured. He was yeah, like RSI. Serious? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is. Yeah, it was like a whole huge Reddit, Reddit yeah, drama huge, and everything. And yeah. then uh, people thought he was. Never Everything's come a huge back. Reddit drama. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. But, yeah. Yep. 
But C deck. I mean, like, I don't know much about the C deck guys. They're a new team. There are a bunch of pump stompers, basically. <laughs> really? That makes well, it yeah, even, that's better. even better. Yeah, that yeah. makes it better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they kind of just came out of, of like the pub scene. But they formed like a super group. And that's why nobody expected this team to get anywhere. Uh-huh. Um, what does C deck stand for again? It's China. Uh, it was like Chinese Dota. Dota uh, Every time, something cool. community, Ex- extreme. I don't know. I don't know. Chinese Dota, best Dota. Yeah, <laughs> best Dota. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the grand final. So, the f- so the first game. What is with this table? Ah, it's so sticky. <laughs> so the first game is really interesting because they um. C-Deck banned the Nagasaran and Techies, which were the first Aoi's <laughs> yeah. picks. Right. The teams they didn't want to play against. Which meant they left the um They left the Storm Spirit open, which is a bad idea. Because mm. somehow I'll play as Storm Spirit like a crazy person. <laughs> and Storm Spirit is so fun to watch. Yeah. Just his ultimate is uh zipping in basically, like flying across the map. Because he can basically just pick off supports. That's right. And then oh, pick yeah. them off and then leave. And Oh, so he's that one. Okay. And like so when, he's, when he's uh, zapping around, he's also immune to spells. And he oh, does okay. damage when he gets to the point that he wants to finish at. Okay. So that's his... And what? As he levels it up, does he get like more, more damage? Charge? More damage. And he basically buys an item where the more... Um, heroes that die in his radius the more powerful the item becomes oh, right. so he gets better mana regen and then better health regen which means that he can travel further what's that or do more uh, bloodstone right oh and it also makes you regen faster and this is the this is I mean, the hero sorry, that respawn. kind of respawn faster that's yeah. the hero right. that puts yes. him out on the map because he won mm. it with the Dota like he just took over during the um, Dota Asia Championships with him. he just okay. wrecked everybody so they let him through because they they banned the two Aoi characters. Yeah. Yep. So what do you do at that stage? So um, and the the most interesting thing about this, usually when you play a Dota game, you go okay, um, you tend to pick your supports first, or your you don't like to show your cart like your hands at the beginning and be like, well, I might pick my supports and we'll see how we go. Yeah. Every game here, EG was just like, we first pick uh, Gyrocopter, which is their character. Yeah. Just. Who is fear? You're, yeah, you play joke after every you're going single to game. Two support heroes. <laughs> we're picking our carry straight away. So was did they do that though? Because I did notice that fear was playing Gyrocopter a lot. Because they kept because was they because kept banning his. They kept banning yeah. the other heroes that normally wants playing. So we're like, oh, fuck it, I'm gonna play Gyro. If they waited <laughs> was, any longer, yeah. would would Gyro just get banned? Though? Um, maybe. Was, 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 they, the yeah, session? they banned two of uh, Aoi's characters. No respect for fear. It was like, <laughs> yeah. And the the reason Jaro is so good is that he he he's in good at he's good at every stage of the game. Right. Some heroes take 20, 30 minutes to come online. Yeah. Jaro is online at the start of the game because of his spells that he's got. Right. Because um, he does so much damage with his rocket barrage, which is just a uh, basically does a shitload of damage off the bat. Yeah. Um, he's got a stun. His ultimate is really good. Like he's there. He'll get nerfed. I'm I'm pretty sure he'll get nerfed again. Um, He's online the entire game. He carries, like, from the end... Like, if you go an hour, hour and a half game, he's still he's still good. Some players kind of drop off at certain stages. He's always there. 
So they're, they're not afraid to pick him straight up. But dealing with a gyro, for example, I don't think is as annoying as trying to deal with like a techies or a naga. Like, yeah. To deal so with a techies, it's like, it takes 30 minutes for you to deal with a techies. <laughs> so I mean like clone. between choosing like who to let which one of these heroes get through in the band pick stage, like gyro is like the lesser evil. Yeah. So gyro is sort of like, so I guess what you're saying is that, was it naga and techies? Yeah. If you were to allow them through, that would dictate the sort of game that you were playing. Like, the style of game you'd have to play would be dictated by their existence. Whereas Gyro, if it's a constant, you can just sort of manage it. Is that it? Yeah, it's, I think Gyro is more manageable. Right. Than the yeah, because yeah, your Nagasaran has the... It, her ultimate ability is basically stops everything around you in a certain radius oh right yeah Um, and then all your heroes can move the other team can't move but you can't cast any abilities or do damage so that kind of gives you the ability to set up plays but also to escape Mm -hmm. so if you're in a bad situation where um, something's not going your way you can kind of pop that and then everybody TPs teleports out yep or um, there were situations that I saw where uh, which were were used quite well with EG uh, I think they were playing one of the Chinese teams where one of the enemy heroes popped their BKB, which made them spell immune. They popped the ultimate, so none of the other heroes could move. Could move, but the guy with BKB could move. Yeah. So they could all cluster do da- on him. Yeah, cluster on him and, and do damage because yep. he was immune. To, like he was immune to that, so they wiped him out first. Yeah. And he's they're all of a sudden down the character. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it was really smart, smart way to deal with other heroes because mm. as soon as you wait for them to pop that you just trigger it and they're screwed to that same point it was really interesting that <clears throat> you know Lashrak we've mentioned before he was yeah. a big AoE character was the most banned character in the whole event but Evil Geniuses let C-Deck pick Lashrak as their first pick right because they obviously felt comfortable with dealing yes especially with a gyrocopter and clockwork <laughs> yeah. so like so Lashrak's a big AoE character right and so if you have Clockwork Clock, yeah. who can just has an ability who can tr- that which can trap the characters and stop them from moving around um, and who's one of whose common items is a blade mail yes which um, reflects damage. damage back right. on you you trap a Lashrak in there get blade mail on um, and get Gyrocop to, to have a call down you know and that's yeah, Lashrak gone it's like that's the most feared hero in the entire game yeah. taken care of yeah. and so I feel like that was like a really clever sort of um, but it's the sort of thing that only works once right did it work again <laughs> did it work again <laughs> let's see that uh, no, they didn't learn their lesson. No, they did not <laughs> but, learn their lesson. But they, but they won the next game. All right. right. So yeah, second okay. game, again, C-Deck uh, were like, well, we'll ban the Naga and the Techies. Yep. They banned the Ember Spirit. And this time we were like, let's ban Storm Spirit because we got fucking railed last game. Yep. <laughs> Two Spirits. <laughs> Two out of three. Yes, Samel stomped us. Um, obviously something paid off that time. Samel went four and seven on his... Uh, Wind Ranger, so not as well, but their biggest problem looks like it was their PPD, so their captain on the Crystal Maiden, who went 0 and 6, got tracked, and didn't have any core items. Like, it was a very quick game, it looks like. Um, right. Who was PPD? PPD is their captain. No, what character? Oh, Crystal uh, Maiden. Support, so like their fifth. Right. Okay. Uh, yes, fifth support by the stats, it looks like. Okay. Um, 
<clears throat> yeah, okay. yeah. It just didn't look like they had a. So they just what? Just they were. They got Zedek had an answer. Yeah, well, they're mid, so they're mid player. So Samel versus aggressive. Oh yeah, I remember ten and this. zero. Yep. Yeah, I remember um, that. Uh, I'm going to guess they probably. Who was he? Aggressive. Queen of Queen Pain. Pain. Oh well, mid. I'm going to guess they probably banned him the next game. Which one is that? This is the first one. This is the second one. This is the third one. <laughs> okay, they didn't ban him. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, they pick Lashrak again. Okay. <laughs> so, Third time's a Clockwork and Gyrocopter okay. on Evil Geniuses again to deal so, with Lashrak. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, Were there any surprising. I don't know, uh, picks or bands? Slark is interesting. Slark, yeah, yeah I remember that being a, a goofy. Everyone, the commentary team are talking about it being a very odd choice hmm. Why is he that hadn't again? been picked much I think that was maybe his first time in the main events right um, he's very good with dealing with with squishy heroes because he does so much damage but the guys that he's put up against I would say it's not a good lineup because right. you've got guys that can silence you you've got a guy that can escape um, a guy that can absorb the damage so what is Slaughter? He steals, he steals attributes from you as That's right, he hits that you. That's right, that guy, right? He can get we were watching this game. Yeah, yeah we'll explain that. He goes invisible, so he basically pounces on you. He traps you in a circle. Yep. Goes invisible, and each time he hits you, he steals attributes. He makes himself stronger while he's doing that. Yep. But he also makes you weaker. And so this, and these guys that he's playing against, like, it doesn't fit that lineup at all. No, I don't understand what their like, logic was. Uh, if I recall correctly, it seemed like... Who had slot? Uh, aggressive, so they they're main. Yeah, it seemed like that they had a really good start. Like he got off to a really good start. Yeah, and was uh, doing a lot of damage early, and then they and then EG worked out. Well, he's just, he's very squishy, right? Um, so if he can survive that, if, if any player can survive that kind of initial attack, so he has to build items. Yeah, to, he can escape really well. But the problem is that. He's playing against his team is pretty much all support, right? Um, yeah. Opposed to uh, Lestrac is not a support hero, but right. Um, I would say in that game he's not a support hero, but yeah. Um, yeah. It's not a good team composition at all, right? So what went wrong for C deck then? They just late game, failed. their late game falls off a lot. Okay. Um, They've got uh, Evil Genius have two really big late game heroes, which is the Gajarocopter and the Amber Spirit. Did this game go that long? Twenty eight eighteen. Is that that's not that long. Probably mm. 40, 50 minutes. Yeah, yeah standard. Yeah. And who was on Ember? Smell was on Ember. Uh, Smell's an Ember Spirit. Yeah, he went eighteen. Sorry, eight and five. Nice. Yeah. I do love watching a good Ember. Yeah, he does such a good job of of using his Q ability so to strike them and mm. then trapping them like you've got to be perfect with that it's, it's, yeah the it's timing on that is quite like precise and you seem to do it a lot <laughs> explain what you're talking about <laughs> so Ember <laughs> so Spirit has a, a skill where he can kind of strike some like enemies within um, a radius yeah and like it's an instant strike he'll be like bang 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 and then return back to like, oh, like a blink yeah. strike yeah. Yes. yeah it looks like a blink strike yep. anyway his second skill is um, to throw out like a trap thing that ties someone down or like immobilizes them 
whoever is closest to him, and it's like randomly selected. Right. But some people who are very good at playing Ember Spirit are able to time it so that as he's going bang, 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 like on the enemy here is that that he can launch his second skill and trap someone as he's out there like right blinking around and attacking and he puts it on the person that he wants yeah yes basically. traps them. which is very difficult. yeah yeah Quite um different. is that what, how are we back to page one <laughs> why not why not um what were you gonna say Ed Skywrath oh interesting pick also um from for Owie well, I have to I have to mention that you, you know how you see um, uh, in the in between the draft stages where people are huddled around the computer trying to <laughs> figure out work what to, what to pick. Yeah. Evil geniuses doesn't do that, right? They all just sit at their own computers and PPD just picks the for characters them. for them. <laughs> really? And I've heard, and I've, I think I've heard um, uh, Owie and Samael say that you know when PPD says you fight. Fight. Like I just play what PPD picks for me, <laughs> yeah, so which is really doesn't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so uh, they just do what they're told. Basically. Yeah. So like yeah, I, yeah, the PPD okay. is just like a gun of a so captain, like a player coach, a player coach captain. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just does it all. Uh, that's um, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, I mean, it worked, right? Like, yeah, it definitely worked. I, I, I wonder so, what someone like... It's something I noticed, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, here especially <laughs> because he was an ex-captain. Make people think about how they're approaching this shit. Like, you know, maybe it isn't a discussion. Maybe it isn't a cheerocracy. Yeah. Maybe this is a sheer, <laughs> like, tech, sheer dictatorship. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, um, yeah. Well, you know, to have that overarching vision of, like, imagining how five heroes will work together yeah. and what items that they have. You gotta like, be... At, point in the, at whatever point in the game... And imagining what will work best, like yeah. that's not an easy thing to picture. I think that that's future right. is coming, right? Like that's the role that a coach plays in women's sports, right? Yeah. And so, like at the moment, it just seems like a coach just sort of is a pep, pep talk yeah. sort of person in, oh, in Dota. sports. Yeah. Well, they have coaches in Dota, but they're not. But, yeah, they're, they're not allowed. Most of them aren't allowed in there. In some tournaments, they'll be allowed in there for the, the initial drafting stage. But it seems like I, I think I think they probably should be allowed in. Yeah, and they should be directing this shit. That's I mean, fuck. That's where once you turn, you know, twenty one. That's where you, <laughs> <laughs> that's, where you that's where you can go. You can go to coaching or some shit. Yeah, like, yeah dedicated drafts. Right? Like, yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. that's where the game is won and lost, it is, right? It is. Oh, that's all I said. I said this to Jamie before, and you believe me, but anyway. So, game four was a complete disaster. Cedek let through, um, let through the gyrocopter the Nagasari and the Storm Spirit <laughs> oh my god who did yeah, they that one, oh, <laughs> so who did they ban in place of so they banned Lashrak yeah and then the techies because they're like fuck techies um, <laughs> and then the Darkseer because Darkseer had been uh, played, played why with. did they ban Lashrak I think they worked out they that it wasn't, it wasn't going for them yeah but why did they ban it I guess that it was like the, if we can't have him you guys can't yeah, have him that is odd news isn't it <laughs> And I think Iggy were like, you guys can have it. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> we don't care. Uh, so so Eg was kind of like, well, we'll keep picking our gyrocopter every yeah. first Poor bit. fear. <laughs> because that's what we do. Poor fear, you play gyro again. 
I mean, he did it so well. But, but uh, seriously, like... So PPD released his um, analysis of the draft compositions. Oh, okay. Um, and you'll see that in, like, game uh, two and three, he swapped up his Jaro and and uh, Clockwork oh, picks. Okay. He just did that to fuck with them. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, he's just playing Hell? mind games. Uh, it, it's just really interesting to see, like, they were just picking here. Like, he knew who was going to pick them. But he swapped the order just to screw with them, like just to right. screw with them. Yeah, right. uh, that seems. It's apparently something he's done every year. One of these analysis videos. And right. Okay. It's super interesting to look at because I remember we were watching this, and I was like, I was like, they're gonna pick this hero. Like, I was calling what heroes to pick, and yep. you were like, what the fuck? Yeah, it did seem odd. It seemed like he was the Rain Man of Dota. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, def- definitely clockwork. Definitely. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Here? <laughs> like two minutes later, they're like, yeah. boom. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is going on? You know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see one team, one time, pick everything inside of 30 seconds. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Like just fucking bang, bang, boom, bang. Because that, those mind games. That, that happens. Be, that'd be for no, real. No, because that, that usually, ha- that, that can happen um, on a team that has a pocket strat. Right. But what happens is the other team is like, what what the fuck? Why did they pick two heroes in 10 seconds? Like, See, that's shit. what I'm saying, right? And if you did that in the finals... Tell the team to probably lose. That's what happens here, though. Like, <laughs> That's what happens here, though, because EG went, all right, clockwork, Jaro. Yeah, but they and took then... fucking four minutes to pick them. That's what, that's what I'm saying. You know why? Like every single time. Strategy. They pick. That's, that's the best part. They pick the same thing for the first two picks every single time. <laughs> exactly. Every single first pick of theirs took 40 seconds. Yeah. They already knew what they were going to pick. Because you already knew. I didn't know. CDAC probably knew. I knew. I was <laughs> no, he doesn't talk strategy. It's PPD, like. Literally I everyone knew. <laughs> I know. What they, were on pick, they still took 40 seconds to pick one. Yeah. Like, PPD sitting there, like, fucking <laughs> losing his shit. He's like, do I. Is now the time when I switch it up and <laughs> clockwork first? I think it was clock? this game, right? I was like, they're going to pick. They picked Jaro. I got like the four, first four. I was like, they'll pick Naga, yeah. Jaro, and I went Storm Spirit, and then Earthshaker. You were like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I said Earthshaker, and you were like, that's that, it. That hadn't been picked at all. Like that entire thing. You're like, all right, I'm, yep. I'm good. Yep. I didn't pick the last one, though. No. No. I said it was something yeah, else. It was Ancient Apparition. Yeah. Ancient Apparition. So the, I guess the. The deciding uh, moment of that was the six million dollar Echo Slam with the <laughs> yes, so the ancient apparition yeah. blast. Beautiful. So C Deck had picked up some mail, which is yeah, not fun. So what was Smell playing? Smell was playing his, uh, his storm signature storm. Right. Yes. Okay. And so then, he's like um, best hero. Yeah. So he got he got killed, mm-hmm. and then and uh, C Deck, who <laughs> has played it safe this entire time, decided to be like, "This is a good time to get Roshan." Jump. Yep, to get the immortal item, like the 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 um, resurrection, mm-hmm. Agus of the immortal. Agus. Yep, it's a bad idea. Yeah, so Samal's dead at this stage. Mm-hmm. It's four versus four versus five, which is good. I mean, like usually it's a, a safer, good time. Like yeah, a, a good time to go and pick up. They can't the have seen what we could see. That's the thing, right? Like, so if you were watching from outside, yeah, it seemed doomed the entire time. 
like to go for Roshan at that point. Yeah, because when remember that it was happening, I was like, if they do that, they're fucked. Yeah, because I was like, they've got like an Earthshaker and Ancient Apparition that'll just kill them. Lots of AOE attacks. I was like, this game's done. Oh yeah, Jaro didn't even have to do anything. So what? Yeah, exactly what happened. Like they. So what? What happened? They they soaked a bunch of damage from trying to take down Roshan. Uh-huh. AA fired his ulti into the yep. Roshan, which is an area of attack. Yep, and that's the big, like, spiky ice, ice close. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, the ice ball thing, and then and then Earthshaker jumped in and blinked in and used his ultimate skill and went bang. Like, yeah. and I don't know if you know how it works, but like I don't know exactly how his, it works. his skill does a lot of damage because the it's echo it's called echo slam and like the echoes bounce between. So the more people who are close together, the more damage. The more yeah. damage it does. Yes. Right. yes. So and that was it. That completely yes. melted them down. And they yeah. just finished them off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So as soon as I saw them coming, I was like, "This is game. This is done." <laughs> yeah. Because they can't survive that damage. Yeah. yeah. As soon as it happened, it was like boom, and then they tried to. Phantom Lancer got out and he managed to, to get away but they just chased him down yeah yeah and with some mail down and no buyback Roshan is a very very juicy target here for CDEC yeah EG are gonna know they're going for it though first of all it would be pretty obvious from the lane situation but they also have a good ward around the river area to see but CDEC are moving in there now I don't think EG are interested in contesting this 4 and 5, but maybe they can delay it long enough for it to be a 5 on 5 if they Ice Blast and Fissure properly. There is uh, no hook shot. They're all together. PPD, here comes the Ice Blast, ready for the dive! Here from the universe, it's a disaster! CDC, they're gonna get wiped from the face of the earth, apart from aggressive, he'll jump out, but the logo combo perfectly hits from evil geniuses, and now they will take Roshan. Samael is back, they'll get the egg into the Immortal! Yeah, they don't even need to buy time. When they have superior vision and CDC have no idea it's coming. Did, um, did the Earthshaker have a scepter as well? I'm um, curious. Uh, no, he didn't. Okay. He went 8 and 3, though. So the scepter obviously enhances the, the ultimate ability. Right. No, um, it was quite early in the game. It looks like. Um, yeah, very cool. It was very early. The fear was fucking fed. Look, <laughs> look at this. Nine and eight. And he had a BKB, a satanic. Nine, zero, and eight. Yeah, not nine. Zero deaths. Butterfly. Zero deaths. Yash, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, they they didn't really respect fear by, you know, letting them gyro every single time. Because he's, like, really good at that thing. Yeah. They're, like, their biggest... The opposing team, their biggest kills was a support on five and seven and three. <laughs> yeah, like they yeah, no, they 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 got demolished. They completely shot yeah. down their their carry. You yeah. got two and one. Yeah, it's like all right. Yeah, he did a good job of running away. And who was their carry? The uh... aggressive. So he would have. He was on the uh, Phantom Lancer. Oh. So that was the thing, right? So yeah, I'm pretty right. sure they picked Earthshaker first. No, they picked. Uh, they picked Phantom Lancer, right? And I was like, well, they'll pick yes. Shaker now because yep. that's yeah, it's the county easy. Yeah. And they picked it and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. You didn't explain that he was the counter or anything. No, I just ran just said, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> out of 110 yeah. heroes, I was like, Shaker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, idea. Anyway, so that but was anyway, the game. So, yeah, that was the game. And uh, it felt like it made sense at the end. Like. <laughs> They AG got seemed like they were the better team. Yeah. 
I mean, it's possible that they lost that previous round because they were just trying something different. Right. Or they had the opportunity, they had the opportunity to, to lose again. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think they also lost because C deck were trying something different. Because right. you know, as I said earlier, the C deck were, were usually playing very very safe up until now. Yeah. And yeah. to take that Rashan after just knocking out one guy, that was very unsafe. Yeah. Um, and that was at a clutch moment. Right. Um, well, they needed something desperate. Yeah, they, they probably, needed something desperate. They probably should have not gone for that and tried to pick off more. Yeah, they needed to be closer. With the yeah. team composition in the last round, yeah, did you feel that CDEC had an avenue to victory? I feel like I remember you saying that they didn't. It doesn't, like, when you look at it, the one hero that brings them back is the Phantom Lancer. Right. He... he, he goes very late game um, but the two counters to him are the first first hero they picked up which is the gyrocopter because yep. he does damage in AOE around them and then also he can attack multiple heroes at once yep. the second hero is the Earthshaker just completely shatters yeah. any chance of him getting like any damage um, and then the last hero which again they did the counter for the Phantom Lancer is the Ancient Apparition. So that, that means that he can't heal anymore. Right. His ultimate ability stops him from healing. So it shuts down basically the last two picks for their team. Which, okay. which um, yeah, it's such a good good draft. The draft, I think, won them the game. Oh, we should wrap this up. We are bingo on battery. <laughs> we could wrap That's it up. That's a good up. place to wrap it up. Actually. But first we need to talk about Dead Mouse. Dead Mouse. <laughs> Awful. It was no Darude, that's for sure. No Darude. Oh my god. <laughs> we were sitting there watching it and being like, surely this is gonna, like, it's gonna be one song, right? Yeah. And it went for like half an hour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's it's more than that. Like, that's, like, I, on one hand, I totally appreciate them doing something for everyone who's there, who's everyone who's attended, and you know, everyone at home, I'm sure, to some extent, appreciated it. <laughs> but apparently, that was, shit. it was off the chain while you were there. Yeah, but anybody at home was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> well, well, the same thing I happened mean, last yeah, year I mean, in that I mean, party, like that they live streamed with like Katie, Katie, or someone. Like, yeah, like Darude like, was there. He played Sam. Oh yeah, Darude came up eventually. Yeah, like, like after like, two hours, two hours <laughs> of weird like alternative music that not everyone quite loved in the chat. You know, like it was. How could you tell I didn't love it? Because they were all just typing do 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 do. Yeah, <laughs> he was teasing it. <laughs> he was hyping it. <laughs> but um, I, what I think they need to do is a get people available to pipe up the fucking champions. Like, when someone has just gone 12 rounds or 5 rounds in the UFC or 12 rounds in the boxing ring, right? They are fucked. They've been punched in the head a billion times. Uh, Cussed (laughs) is all fuck. Yeah. And so they have the ring the corner come in yeah. and hug them yeah. and like hype them up and like yeah you won yeah. right <laughs> they need that all the, all the people who just spent all eight hours like, come in and like high five no like friends family people yeah. like other players dickheads yeah. that's not gonna happen but yeah friends family <laughs> just won 1.6 million dollars dickhead <laughs> 
Smell, you can't get drunk, but the rest of us are gonna get drunk. <laughs> get stoned. Um, oh no, you can't anymore. Actually, oh, yes, no, so no. they're bringing murals. Can't get stoned anymore. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, um, so they need to first of all do that, and then when they're excited, drag them to the analyst desk. And ask oh, that some was so bad. good questions. <laughs> How does it feel to win? Yeah. Oh. It feels good, man. Good. Yeah. It feels good, man. I just want to go home, hey. <laughs> yeah. And Rather then, than asking them, like, good questions, yeah. like, about the game or the drafting or, like, like what happened, like, how does it feel is not a fucking question. No. Well, you know, it's got to be top-level stuff as well. Like, no, no. They spent all like week <laughs> being like like hardcore, like drilled down. Be like, hey, so I thought you wanted it to go back to the, the Echo Slam. Stuff. Like, what was the thinking behind that? To ask them like questions where the commentators aren't supposed to be top level. They're asking questions of the fucking right. lunatics who just won, <laughs> and that lunatics can be as fucking crazy as they want. They can be like, yeah, and then I did a blah blah blah, and. That's what gets you engaged. That's what makes you want to learn more. These motherfuckers just won it all. Why are they talking a completely different language? I thought they were from the USA. But instead, it's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like fucking, it's Bruce Willis in Fifth Element. Welcome to Frost and Paradise! Are you green? Yeah. Yeah, fucking, I need you to be green, motherfuckers. Get up here, okay? You just want money. But they can't be, because they're not white. They need they're a Gatorade, money. like, chow. Yeah, they need a Gatorade, <laughs> They need something. Yeah. They need Red that Bull. awful champagne-like thing that Star yes. Wars players do. <laughs> Gabe needs to come out from the floor. Yeah, but he's got, like, two balls. Steam codes, yeah! <laughs> You desperately <laughs> want him to come out of the floor, don't you? With his shot. That would be great. Yeah. That would be so good. Just but yeah, funny. so the ending was such a fucking. It was down. better than it last year. So usually, it's just them on stage being like, "Here's a trophy." At least Casey, Casey's amazing as well. Um, who comes out and she says a little bit of something, but um, it's better than them being on stage and just walking around themselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Look, once again, we're talking about a situation where a producer needs to be involved. Yeah. And direct, like, just. They're just learning, though. They're, they're learning. They're getting better every year. And a director, <laughs> fuck. A director should be yeah. involved as well. <laughs> Absolutely. But, um, yeah, they're just it's so cavalier with these otherwise critical moments. Like, these are. This is the shit that goes into the fucking. Should, should Dead Mouse be out there and he starts handing them trophies <laughs> and shit? Then he plays like a fucking. I remember that. Yeah. He, he played the. Um, what was that song? Oh, it was the start to. Like the David Goetta song yeah. or something. Yeah, and everybody was like, oh, I know this song. Yeah. Because every other song he played, nobody knew. And then <laughs> he played it for 10 seconds and then left and runs around the fucking stage for a bit and then the wall. <laughs> Yeah. It was such a good troll. <laughs> I just couldn't understand it was what pretty was fun. going on. But yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was a good Dota. It yeah, was a good Dota. Dota's for life. Um, how are we going in battery? We can always swap to a... We don't have any more batteries. We, we can always swap to the phone if it runs out. <laughs> we'll keep going. Oh! Uh, we've gone long enough to actually roll over to a new fucking file. File. So anyway, wow. just quickly. Um, so it's finished. Everything's done. Yep. Some drama has happened in the yep. last obviously week. 
Um, Teams have disbanded. C9 is no longer around. Uh, Aoi has been kicked out of EG. The Mm -hmm. the winners, who some would say won in the tournament, from their their bands of Nagasaran and Techies. Um, They've replaced him with with, uh, Arteezy from Team Secret, which is a big move. He'll he'll move... Team Secret disband? No, not yet. Uh, So... Uh, Artizi moves across he'll play position one uh, Fear's going to drop down to a position I think three now because Samel will stay where he is uh, which is a huge change Team Secret will lose Artizi they're going to lose Zai who's going to go finish his, his career in, sorry his, his school he's going to go to study um, so we don't know what happens with them but like the last week has just been crazy in terms of what like the things that are happening what if Ali goes to Team Secret he, I think the word is he's starting his own team. Uh, he's got the money to do it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> yes, I guess. Also, does. can I just say, I feel really sorry for the MVP guys who have to go back to Korea and do military service. Yeah. Oh, really? Is that what yeah. they're going back to? Yeah, there was well, like... Turn 18, right? Like, yeah. yeah there was like the Dota, uh, the Valve, like player profiles that we're doing was like, you know, we've had to hold it off because we're going back to do military service. Yeah. And then maybe That's we'll fucked. come back and play more Dota. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Well, we can't go play StarCraft. No, we'll they won't Legacy of the Void. Maybe. Too old. We get Logan's run down to fucking StarCraft. <laughs> Some older, like, StarCraft players can skew, like, older than the Dota players do, usually, so... Cool your jets, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that was all I had to say. Sweet. Okay. All right. Really? I should... Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> we should uh, yeah. wrap it up there. Let's then. wrap it up then. Um, all right. We're, like, you guys are at the GameSpot, right? That's a website, I think. Yeah, GameSpot.com. Videogames.com. <laughs> what? Videogames.com. Is you guys one? bought yep. videogames.com? That was yep. back in the 90s, man. Does oh. it go to your site? It or does go to GameSpot.com. Yep. Right. Well, also, Nuke.com. <laughs> Nuclear. Stop it. He says nuclear wrong. Nuclear. Although nuclear. you're saying a nuclear. totally different word. We are. Nuclear. Uh, you guys are on Twitter as well. Where can we find you guys on Twitter? Uh, I'm at ZT Harley. Z-T-H-A-R-L-I. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I'm at Edmund Tran. So E-D-M-O-N-D-T-R-A-N. Nice. Job's at... Job Jojo. And Luke Laurie. <laughs> That's it for this week. Uh, send us some emails. Yep. GAPodcast.com. Tell us your favorite game out of the entire series please. I like how you pointed to the recorder uh, yeah shut up <laughs> they can't see that at all thanks um, but I had to I was doing it you know how you like when you're trying to remember where something is yeah. like sort of point like ah oh, oh, <laughs> I know where this is and then you point around the room and then you find it yeah, yeah. yeah. so one last question Joe oh. did you enjoy it I did enjoy it yeah. <laughs> for all the negativity oh I'm glad no, yeah. I did I really you're, did you're pretty it. negative um, I'm glad you enjoyed it <laughs> I don't think I was that negative. I, I just, I genuinely think it can be so much better. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. It could be so much better, but instead they just keep doing the same thing yeah. to some extent. Like they definitely did other things better. Yeah. Like they, the fucking stage display was off the fucking hook. And I think the amphitheater fucking surround thing is so cool. That is yeah. so cool. And I was literally opening up Dota2.com just to watch the, like, in between. Like the podcast and yeah. that yeah. sort of thing. Shit. And then I'd go back into the fucking client to watch it. But, yeah, like, they're, they're so close. They just need someone to 
fucking tell we him. We should. We've got Eric Johnson from Valzima. Wow, yeah, we'll get on. We can just <laughs> do it. Yeah, we can just fucking get him on the line. Eric. Uh, and then next year, just do it. <laughs> next year, let's just do this. Yep, from Seattle. Good what do you reckon? Uh, yeah. yeah, see you there. Yeah, do it. I see you at the secret shop line. Such a Finally. great fucking secret shop. I would just sit there and I'd be like, no idea what is going on. And then they'll just pick me sit for next the fucking random star game. And I'll be like, <laughs> I'm buying a big game. Yeah. And yeah, a gem. I'll, I'll be, I'll be trying gem. to get Purge's fucking all-star game list up of things to buy when you're in the all-star game. And, oh, just buy no six Not branches. Purge, um, what's his name? Purge. 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 Yeah, you got it right. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. Loads of shit. You're a professional. Anyway, anyway uh, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. We'll get you on for the proper show. Oh, we yeah. actually talk about games. Video games. Videogames.com. Yeah. Oh, I like them, <laughs> I yeah. think. Oh, and so this is coming out before the regular show. Right? Before the regular show, it should be out uh, Thursday, I think. Right. Which Sweet. is tomorrow. Yeah. I got work, <laughs> I got work <laughs> to do. Wait, today's no, Tuesday. today's, today's Tuesday. Tuesday. Don't scare me like yeah. that. Um, <laughs> so... Listen to the main show and then hear us to this. shit all over. Everybody's gone to the rap show. <laughs> Apparently, it's not very good. Yeah. Thank you. Anyway. Bye. See deck, I've got perfect flares. This year we saw incredible things. Booty, wizards, luscious hair. Saw the prize pool and I thought, oh my god, 18 million. That's more than the Wimbledon. Holy crap, it's Jeremy Lynn. Wow! Mid bottle pools. Stuff your pubs will be copying. Careful where you drop your fuels. And I know you heard about G with that ageist deny. Makes him this year's KYXY. 16 teams and one big prize. Hope this will be better than the last TI. So one team will take the ages. And Twana's gonna eat the cheese. Can't wait to see all of the upsets. Mm, thanks for the rares and Bugattis. The post shuffle will be brutal. Reddit will blow up in flames. But you know these boys are players. And we love this game. Some teams will get a bit reckless. Then burning will get way too far. The plays will leave you breathless. Mm, and even you can be a star. Key arena's packed with people. You can't contain this hive. And you can find it all here at TA5. Neck, pillows, marches, floor. The way Dendi makes Poppy smile. Techies, band, where's Pit Lord? Merlini using his Manta style. Cosplayers having fun. ROTK Bible Fall. Cloud Nine's last draft, they have no stuns. Oh, ball. Feeding, pausing, full team wipes. Workshop artist just being boss. Next level courier snipes. Get your expectations like, oh my god, VG how? PP just knocked secret out. There goes all predictions now. We're all a bit shocked, but at least we have dead mouse. USA takes the ages. Try still gonna eat the cheese We got to see a lot of upsets mm, Thanks for the rares and Bugattis This year Valve had really tried But the closing still got hate Come on, let's look at the bright side It's not KDK Everyone had a story 
Like how the wild card just went ham But EG went and won the glory mm, A six million echo slam Already can't wait for the majors There's still so much hype But it was one great week here At TI5